0: I'm going to wipe you out. I want to see you in a bathing suit. I'd like to see
1: you in New York.
2: welcome oh boy what is <laughs> I, I don't know what Adam. I just made it his Adam. I don't hear her. let's what count like guys?
0: count let's all count down I don't like hear all five her. four three okay. two one or something okay you don't hear me
1: i don't hear her you don't hear her at all no. oh I great
2: unplugged. you unplugged it
1: okay all right I hear you all right all
2: okay. right ten nine eight seven six Welcome in, welcome all. We're back here once again. Yes, that was the Beach Boys, or was it? <laughs> was it a
1: little fat it was for the you? The Beach Boys meets boys? the Fat Boys, the classic cover of Wipeout.
2: You told me the Beach Boys did not write
1: Wipeout. They did not write Wipeout. Which I was convinced they did write Wipeout. Because no. I actually like Wipeout, and I despise the Beach Boys. You're a surf rock guy, though. I do like surf rock, and I hate the Beach Boys. Very, Go well, figure.
2: I don't you like kind of the trippier wet drip, you know, effect yeah. kind of surf rock and not Beach Boys which is I don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, the harmonies. No thank yeah. you.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Pet Sounds is the greatest album of all time though. <laughs> they
1: so they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Wilson genius. 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 Uh Griff, it is somebody told me this, it's Pride month. It's the end of Pride month. And this is the time of year where every corporation panders to gay people in order to get money from from, from them. That's right. And we're not butt pandering. So we decided we're going to... We already did Cruising, the greatest gay movie of all time. A wonderful gay movie. But this is the second greatest gay movie of all time.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I, I, was, like...
1: gonna, I was going to be play devil's advocate and, and like fight the fight. This isn't a gay movie, but no, this is a super gay movie. Yeah. And when, it, when we ever talk about gay movies... Who do we think of immediately? We, whenever we think movies that show men's butts constantly. Who I, do we think of? Group? I think west of the Mississippi for sure. Of course.
2: I think west of Nevada for sure. I think our only
1: friend. My only female friend. <laughs> Which, by the way, means I'm non-misogynist, people. So <laughs> like, if people t- are like, Tim, you hate women. <laughs> no, I don't. I have one female friend. <laughs> You know where you and by the way, up until now she's been in the minor leagues. But now she has earned her way up in the tippy taps. Holy say. shit.
2: This is her first this movie. This
1: is her first movie. Jesus. So she's finally graduated now. to the big boy league. <laughs> All right. This is this is this is this it's gonna, a sprint. This is a marathon. I don't know if she can do it. I gotta this is not
2: just gonna be any old movie though. This is gonna feel like a tippy tap because we read her notes. This we're getting we're unpacking a lot more. Yeah, our, if you're a big
1: fan of this this woman, you're gonna learn a lot about her because we 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 have we have questions. <laughs> There's
2: so many questions. So without
1: further ado, everybody, it's everybody's favorite female friend, Miss Abra Cadabra. How the hell are you, girl?
0: I am great. I am ready for you guys to pop my cherry, my first movie cherry.
2: I'm so excited. That's- Dumbest movie you ever made. <laughs> Dumbest movie ever made. Well, there's a lot of contests for that. I, I like that you ignored the point in your notes. We talked about it last week on Kickboxer, because we had a certain director of Kickboxer Three who wrote this movie. Oh, I missed that. Rick King. Oh, the that director idiot of Kickboxer. Holy fuck! How did he? But you know what's interesting between the two is there's kind of a bro connection there. Sasha Mitchell plays a bro constantly, and we have surfers in this movie. So it all kind of works out.
1: And then was there a punch-up by James Cameron?
2: Yeah, James
0: Cameron is famous for his, they call them like scriptments, these 45-page rambling somewhere between a treatment, somewhere between a script. The man is just a creative machine, and he rewrote, rewrote this, you know, I'm assuming just terrible script by these guys between – behind apparently one of the kickboxers varsity blues and look it up because you will never believe me this film exists prayer of the roller boys a sci-fi dystopia starring Corey Haim.
2: that sounds like a knockoff of rollerball yeah so i'd watch that
0: yeah i would watch the hell out of that
1: is (laughs) it well similar to roller babies the other post-apocalyptic movie about roller skating
0: I want to fake you out and pretend I know about roller babies but I don't cuz right.
1: I I might be making that up but I think it's called roller babies. Yeah.
0: But I'm, I'm but any but I am excited to be here. I'm excited for my first film. I'm going to try to stay on topic. I am sober, which for me is a disturbing sensation.
2: <laughs> Well, you're riding high on that apple that you're eating a moment yes. ago. So. We'll see how long it lasts. We all know about the effect of nature. You know, it has great effects when you train in nature. I believe when you eat nature, it also has the same effect. So
1: I think you'll I be riding high. I just eat processed foods while I'm doing. this. Right, and, that's uh, right. Murray's well, always, just but not all, that's what the commitment Oprah has. Does she just got into town to Portland, yes. Oregon? That's right. Mere minutes ago. What, what what happened, Barbara? Um
0: After watching Point Brank uh, with Matford, our guest. You had to from, go uh, surfing? Fox, Is that it? Yeah. And and we <laughs> were just gobsmacked. Like, the film just washed over my brain. And I realized, I'm not taking notes. I'm just sort of in a haze. So I contacted my old buddy, Carrie, who I made sure it was cool to use her name on the air because she's an important person. And I was like, babe, uh, we need to watch this. And she's like, come on down. I've got snacks. Bring donuts. And we did a pajama party this morning. On her huge couch, it's just like she made the mistake showing this couch. You know vampires, you shouldn't invite them in? You know that rule? She should have never showed me this couch because this couch is just fantastic. So it's like I'll be over at her house like tomorrow again. And we watched Point Break again. And and she had great notes that I'm going to share with you and some insights into younger viewers because she has teen children. We will get to those. Um, Yeah, so
2: solid from Carrie. Thank you. YouTube content we need.
1: She, her children can tell us where Point Break, Point Point Break, the reboot went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Her her uh, son, Bobby, goes, Who the hell's coming over? And she's like, Language, uh, my friend's coming over and we're going to watch Point Break. And like, Why? Why would you watch the new Point Break? And she's like, Okay, first of all, I didn't know there was a new Point Break. <laughs> and she goes, No, it's the classic. And he goes, Where's the quote here? Um, oh, the old one still has the. Or, sorry, she said the old one still has a seal of approval from teen boys because he had the point, to, Oh, yeah, that movie, that's all right. So there you go. This film, that's classic.
2: All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot coming from. Uh, uh, I don't. Even- is he a Zillennial? Or is that. Are we out of I, I
0: think he'd be a Zoomer. He's like 16. So. Yeah,
2: Zoomer, Zillennial. Yeah. Same? I think they're the same. Yeah.
0: So, seal of approval. Point break still reaches the young bras.
2: Number one. It's that dumbed down language. It works on every level. I love it. I'm glad you brought up vampires, though, because I do have <laughs> questions before we get into actual Point Break. Right. So. Okay. I, I you know, I'm a baby of the 80s. I was born in 87. And so when I was growing up, Jim Carrey was the first
1: actor I clung to. You know where I thought you were going with this? but Please tell not, me. Because the director of this smoothie, Catherine Bigelow, directed your favorite vampire movie of all time, oh, Near Dark. No, I did not know that, and I <laughs> yeah, hate it now. Yeah. Um <laughs>
2: Uh, so I was watching a nice movie on Mike's Necroflix uh, yesterday, last night, and it happened to star one Jim Carrey, because I just needed a dumb movie to put on while I was doing laundry, once bitten, and there is a scene in this movie I need to ask you guys about, because I am nowhere near an age where this would have ever existed, okay. they go to Hollywood, they're teen boys, yeah. and of course, if you're a teen boy, 18, you have to have sex, or you're the worst human being alive, Yeah, of course, so... They go down to Hollywood. They're trying to get laid. They go to a happening bar. Wait, is Jim
1: Carrey playing an 18-year-old in yes. this
2: movie? Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, I believe, 1985, I think, is when this movie oh, came okay. out. And so he's in there. He hasn't quite mastered all of his facial impressions. He does a De Niro that it was like, what the fuck was that? Like It was offensively bad. Um, but the point we're getting to here, because we need to keep something short in this uh, episode, uh they go to this restaurant bar hookup place, and I was like, oh, is this like speed dating? Because there's numbered lights on each table. And then there is a lip phone very much out of Rocky Horror Show. Isn't that right? <laughs> Doesn't they have a lip phone in Rocky Horror Show? Or did I make I that think up? I Batman. Oh, that's Batman? Batman. Okay, anyways. Batman. So they every table has a number and a phone. And so what you do is you call out the other tables and say, hey, babe. Want to come over
1: here and have a drink with some macho men? So that was like the original internet type data situation. I guess.
0: Yes. It's from, um, it was in Berlin in the 30s. It was a novelty. And yes, it's exactly what you think. It was a hookup. It was a way you called the other table to
2: flirt.
1: That was actually a thing though. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of that, but. But uh, you've
2: never seen it. I've never seen it. No, I have Aubrey, you've never seen it either?
0: I've seen it in a production of Cabaret. I didn't just pull that story out
2: of my butt. Oh, no,
0: no. I was curious if you guys have
2: ever known or witnessed it personally. No, no, no.
1: no. no. I I mean – 11
2: and 85. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were too young, but still, I was like, you guys have a better chance than I do of receiving this. Maybe we need to bring it back. I thought the concept was... Okay,
0: real fast, real fast, before we move on, I'd like to point out uh, for the listeners that we all just negotiated how long this episode would go, and now we have the co-host going on a side quest, so that's amusing to me. Uh, And um, two... I've already forgotten what point I was going to (laughs) make. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's alright That's do, the that, perfect yeah. episode already You just griffed yourself right yeah, out of the talking spot We're,
0: we're going to be here for three days Okay <laughs> we
1: are. I right. need to hear this story First of all, do you have something to tell talk, You're disappointed in Griff there's A certain movie that he's never experienced That you think oh, he should have That was,
0: was the second thing I was going to say Yes, I never had to date Because I was Gen X And we just slept with everybody while worrying about AIDS, so I, I don't know how to tell Griffy that, that we were just fucking non-stop and like, oh no, what about AIDS? But um, yes, uh, in high school, I was part of a group that would regularly go to Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was kind of part of our theater gay thing, and I'm shocked to hear Griffy's never seen it.
2: Yeah, um, I got, I, I like have dated multiple ladies who got me into some, uh, I, is it a musical at all? <laughs> It is a it's a musical. I'm sorry. Uh, so it's like I've seen quite a lot of the movie productions, at least the musicals. Like I uh, I dated someone who woke up every morning and watched the, uh, oh God, 300 guy.
1: Gerard Butler?
2: Gerard Butler uh, was in Phantom of the Opera, like one of the movie productions. Oh. For oh, 40 straight days, I woke up to that movie. Um, and then had. had Hedric, Hedwig and the Angry Inch, oh boy. So it's like, I've gone through some of the movie experiences, but what I want, when when Murray was like, hey, you really upset Aubrey. You really got to work on this. I uh, hate she spewed. I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm just
1: the messenger. Don't so, give it to me. So what I
2: need to know is, do I just watch the movie with Tim Curry and everything, or do I go have a real experience, at least in the theater?
0: Yeah, it it only works as a as a midnight movie. It it was a terrible bomb. It's actually in a thousand and one films to see before you die, if you care about that sort of thing. Along with Top Gun, by the way. And Ooh. they um make a case for that it it flops, it becomes a midnight movie in like Berlin or somewhere like that or M- Munich. And that's where you really need to experience it.
2: Munich. Okay. I Well, you know have to go community.
0: to Munich. <laughs> I mean if you want to go to back. Munich.
1: Now, what character should... Cause you have to dress up as a character. What character oh. should Griff be?
0: Well, yeah, since he's going to have his his, his uh his virgin cherry pop that night, so I would stick to Brad or something really basic. Although...
1: Basic.
0: okay, Maybe a riffraff? I think he could do a riffraff.
1: You, yeah, you could pull off a riffraff. riff-raff? Griff's, a, Griff's a skinny well, dude. He's got a skull right? it. Yeah, he's can he wear
0: a, Can he wear a hunch? Can you imagine him in a humpback?
1: I could, yes.
2: I <laughs> can imagine myself in a humpback. I like it
1: so that's what you're gonna all right so just put it on your list your bucket red. list yeah. i see i i say you start up red and then when you get comfortable because you're gonna become a, a rocky Horror fanatic i believe oh okay i you're like it gonna, You'll be every weekend all right oh uh, yeah i
0: mean if you, if you got the pins for it go for frankenfurter but you know i don't think i do <laughs> i
2: don't think i have the pins for that one. Oh, uh, since we got close and personal on me uh I need to know because as reading through these notes, you know we're learning a lot about Abra as well, and I learned that you uh used to belong to the pizza business, and I need to know more about this. Tell us some in tell us something of the inside of the pizza business world because Michigan is the capital of pizza by the way that's true
0: that that's actually impressive. you guys have formed a lot of pizza, especially pizza delivery it's it's impressive now I was part of a a, a really proud little crew at a place called Roundtable Pizza. I don't know if you guys have that out there and it's it's a notoriously expensive slow um very poorly run franchise that still is around somehow um and our owner basically inherited some money and bought it arbitrarily and was like the worst manager on earth so we basically ran the place ourselves and i really liked that job
2: actually how old were you when you were doing that oh
0: i was uh, i did three years of food service uh two miserable years at a mcdonald's and then one at the pizza place so i was like 17 through 19 Okay. Until he got into it, yeah, it's your typical—you know—you're smart enough to go to college, but your parents aren't going to help you with anything. So, food service.
2: Yeah, I worked at uh, old folks' home doing uh, dietary technician is my title. Oh wow! I gave people soup and salads.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In a technical way.
2: Though. In a very technical way, I threw creamers at the wall sometimes.
1: I smell a coming-of-age movie based on Aubrey's pizza experience.
2: I really – but yeah, was it fresh dough? Did you have to do the tossing and everything? Well, it, it's, it, that's a sad thing is roundtable pizza is really good pizza. We
0: used fresh ingredients. We had this great salad bar. Yeah, we made the dough every day. We had this crazy dough guy who had um, blown his knee out in high school sports, which greatly disturbed me. And you could hear him clicking as he came towards oh. you. This What's his tell-tale name? Click. Utah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was very click 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 click. It's like oh, the dough started good, you know. And almost all of us were either high or um, altered because we had a, a wine uh, we had wine spigots, and the owners did not know how to do inventory, but we did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you crazy kids! Yeah. Fuck so party down. Party down is
0: basically a doco for me. If you ever watch Party Down, yes.
2: I have seen most of the party down yeah. there. It is a very entertaining show. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, we were, we were, we were naughty little imps robbing the place blind, but we did make good pizza. <laughs>
2: well, at least you had some kind of, you know, pride in your work, even if you were a little tipsy.
0: And then uh, the owner would hire uh, Christians because he was convinced they were better workers. And then the manager, she would hire ex-strippers because she was convinced they were good workers. And you won't be shocked to hear they did not get along. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was a deflowering of Christians or anything. (laughs) Uh, That
0: happened a couple times and got a little (laughs) ugly. I get this one guy, he had a purity ring, and then he wasn't wearing the purity ring, and everyone started teasing him Hey, Henry, where'd your purity (laughs) ring go? And we all knew where that purity ring went.
2: This is a tippy tap on its own. We're gonna have to book at bookmark this one and come yeah, back to so it I, later. Okay. We haven't even got to Bean Dad yet. We haven't even got <laughs> to the shredded cheese blend you used. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We we can't we keep, we gotta talk about this movie, Murray. We're already twenty. So yes. no, I it.
1: gotta hear about Bean okay. Dad
2: first. Okay, real fast.
0: I have I've, I've tempted the audience too long. So yes, I have uh, I go to a lot of rock concerts, a lot of concerts with my, my husband. He's a huge music guy. He was briefly up for a dj spot in eugene oregon it didn't work out but yes he is a prog dude it was going to be a prog show you guys guessed
2: right the point is we go to a lot of shows and but i uh, asked the question and i want to know the answer real okay. quick is he yes. a fan of prog genesis
0: uh, my husband can tell you stories about peter gabriel and that damn dress and the damn fox mask i mean if you want me to bring him on the air
2: I I will happily talk to Mattford about yeah, that we, dress and that Fox Max. Yeah, time that, that
0: will be a, a side quest. But real I, fast, I, I because I'm five foot three, five foot four, whatever I'm listed as, I'm I'm very short, and my father was six three six four, and he uh, politely called me Napoleon because I have a little bit of a short person problem, and I go to shows, and it tends to get kind of exacerbated. Like I was recently at a Titus Andronicus show with seven foot moose
1: people. We and, were talking about that last week yeah. with the wrestling. Right. Yeah, I totally yeah. sympathize with you guys. Yeah. I was
0: like, yeah. oh, and yeah, like I was at a Pixie show, and the girls in front of me were dancing, and their hair is just in front of me and in my face, and oopsie, I'm pulling their hair, and Matt said, what? "quote unquote," a cat fight broke out. What?
1: Wow. You pulled
0: hair? I just something in me when people block my view, I get kind of mm, yeah. One of my husband's charming nicknames for me is She Hulk, so. Oh. But, oh, yeah. yeah, we're at uh, Burbati's Pan, which is one of my favorite venues. I've seen uh, Red Elvis is there. And, oh, God, who else? Just a a, God, a great show. Malcolmus or somebody? And, uh, anyway, it's Silver Jews, and their opening act is Long Winters, which you guys know as Harvey Danger
1: oh, is there yeah. other band.
0: Uh, Flagpole Sitta.
1: Flagpole Yes, s- that's right. Yes.
0: Well, Portland doesn't like Seattle, and Seattle doesn't understand why we don't like them. So whenever a Seattle band comes to Portland, we, we sort of um, get – kind of mean and Ooh. um so uh bean Maybe dad there, i didn't he, he wasn't Bean dad at the time he was just the lead singer of harvey danger and long winters and he was telling the audience like we weren't responding to him well and he's like you know i've used to playing for much cooler audiences i think you guys just don't appreciate good music and i'm right in the front row planning to steal silver jews playlist which i did and um don't ask it was just goal and you um have it out oh, somewhere around here very neat Find handwriting send me
2: a picture of it
0: Yeah. Or maybe we sold it on eBay. Uh, Matt's got it. Um, Yeah. Very neat handwriting. Uh, What's his name? Very neat handwriting. But anyway, I'm right in front of him. And I just, again, that angry Irish tiny person. And I just start essentially telling him the the very witty idea. Seattle sucks. You suck.
2: (laughs) Nice. Igniting the crowd, he's, I love it. Telling
1: yeah. the truth, I've been there. Seattle does. I so. love
2: it, and you did it in the right crowd. They were looking <laughs> oh, for they, that kind of. It, it, it was it, at that point. It was pandemonium. Me and Murray, being the old men that we are, even though I know Silver Jews and everything, I had to look up Long Winters, <laughs> and the first thing I get is he does a podcast with Ken Jennings.
1: <laughs> oh, he looks like the guy. Now that I know who that is, he looks like the guy who would do a podcast with Ken Jennings. Yeah,
2: oh, you
0: know that guy secretly Republican. Ugh. Ken Jennings is No, not the Long Winter's guy. Anyway, oh
2: but- okay.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked Ken Jennings is. No,
2: either, I wouldn't be shocked yeah. either. But he comes off so pleasant on TV. At least he can make an appearance on TV and not seem like a piece of shit. Yeah.
0: He seems oh, nice, okay. even if he crossed oh. the picket line, which I think is lame.
2: Oh, we did? Oh, because yeah. Jeopardy's doing oh, New really? episode. I thought they mm-hmm. finished
1: everything before the.
2: Yeah, I, I thought hope. I thought they were still on reruns. Like, I watched it for the first time in like two months yesterday.
0: Yeah, I, I hope that's just rumors. Yeah, because that would no. suck.
2: That would, that would be lame.
1: We're Speaking of fixed. things that suck and that are lame. Oh, boy. <laughs> point it's time. break. It's yes. time to get points. First of all, does anyone know what a point break is? <laughs> Anyone. Is that the
2: point where you, you
1: become break? gay? Well, in yeah. the in the metaphorical sense. I'm talking about the literal sense. Oh, okay. What is a point Wait, break?
2: He
0: breaks it off in your yeah. Oh. I God. thought it
2: was the literal sense, the moment you realize you're gay. It's point break.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. Not one of us looked this up. A type of wave characteristic of a coast with a headland. Now we have to look up Headland, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're going down the Wikipedia Is there a hole. question? Is there a surfing scene in Oregon?
0: Uh, yes, there is. We have something called the Banana Belt that hits southern Oregon, and it's really quite warm and clement. It's actually one of our best-kept secrets. We try not to tell outsiders that there's this little bit of the Oregon coast that is wonderfully warm and fun. Oh, you can look you up pictures.
2: yeah gold beach yeah you can look
0: it up gold beach oregon it's absolutely gorgeous and yes they they have a surfing scene although i guess it's pretty intense because uh oregon coastline is full of of uh, wrecks wrecked boats (laughs) and places called like cape heartache
2: cape fear (laughs) that's where cape fear is
0: oh no not that cape Fear. like we have our own cape we have a like a bunch of cape you're gonna die cape human meat grinder you know
1: Sounds like a fun. But uh, surfing like, culture was huge. It does.
0: Yeah, yeah. K- uh, surfing culture was huge at my high school. Suddenly, uh, really? I was like eighth grade, seventh grade, and suddenly all the boys were wearing board shorts and Hell those yeah. stupid shirts and sex wax shirts that some of the teachers would make them turn inside out because they didn't like the word sex.
2: Oh, we had our own uh, when I was going through high school because The Rock came out with poontang pie. <laughs> and he had this awful illustration of like a, uh, it was a, uh, uh, I can never say this word correctly because my mouth and brain anthropomorphic uh, bowl eating a piece of pie and a bowl yeah because the the rock is the <laughs> I forget what he called himself the human bore bowl or something
1: oh bowl I thought you said a bowl no bowl bowl with horns yeah bowl yeah bowl I keep seeing, I keep hearing bowl going. bowl <laughs> all right I. Maybe it's because I'm from the Midwest. I despise California and all things uh, surfer culture. So this was a rough one for me. I hate that bro shit. And the, dude, it's all about... The-. I, I, in fact, the, the, the group I'm uh, most identified with was the surf Nazis in this movie. Because I if I was into surfing, it would just be radical, yeah. as, as Bodie claims. I don't give a fuck about the spiritual side of surfing. I don't believe there is a spiritual side to surfing. And you are an early Chili Pepper fan. No, I've never been a chickpea <laughs> chick. I do remember them back in the day, but,
0: you know. Riff, who did you identify with most?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. I would be like
2: the dude in a docker in an Oxford, maybe hanging out with spiritual bros, because violence is weird to me. I, like, I've like i heard people get punched in the face, and I just get, like, creeped out by it, and I'm just like, i got to get away from that.
1: So you're kind of like a Bodhi. I'm con- he hates violence, too. He likes getting yeah. other people to do violent things for him. I'm just not a
2: narcissist like Bodhi is, though. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the problem. So I couldn't be hanging around with Bodhi, either, because he would annoy the fuck out of me. Like the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Hey, got the five-foot waves out there, bro. I'd be like, fuck off. I gotta wake up at eight to watch my cartoon, drink my coffee, and then uh, maybe slice I'll. Slice a
1: Poom Tank Pie maybe... and then get your day started.
2: <laughs> I got some Poom Tank Pie that's gonna go bad in like another day or two. I gotta eat that shit.
1: Poom Pie goes bad? Of course, Poom Tank
2: Pie. Mm. <laughs> I, can not I, c- this I point. could always eat a
1: slice of Poom Tank <laughs> Pie. But, uh, yeah, so. Who, who do you so who, who do you identify with? I'm gonna say with? that
0: it says something about my my friend Carrie and I that we were way too sympathetic to John McInley's character Harp, who's just trying to do his job. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's I don't know what that says about us. Her her being a mom and you know yeah. so, so he's a, just doing it his
1: job. Yeah, yeah it's,
0: it
2: sounds yeah. like you guys care more about property crimes than anything else. Like it's, oh, someone stole from the Walgreens. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. McGinley. You even wrote in your face. notes that McGinley's ripped. He's wearing a suit jacket <laughs> in this whole movie. What are you looking at?
0: Maybe I imagined that shot of his arms. Maybe I dreamt it.
1: Well, <laughs> I think you did because yeah, I went I to that it, scene. There was one scene where he had a sleeveless dresses. Oh, shirt he did? On. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's flexing. Yeah. Okay, so maybe you didn't imagine it. Because he's just man. there to yell at our heroes and say they're out of control.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's you know? it. He's.
1: The every cop in all of our movies. Right. Like, He's the geek, the nerd, the number cruncher, the guy who never uses his gut, ever. Ever. Never uses his gut.
2: Even to digest food. He still <laughs> no. just does it in... He just you vomits. Know... Yeah, yeah, he
1: just
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's a fly. He vomits on it first and then consumes it. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. <laughs> and he hates donuts. He hates donuts. All right. I feel like we're finally getting to a point where we're ready. To talk about this movie, the greatest and, gay love and story, and we are ever at twenty-seven minutes, so That's we win that bet.
1: All right, are we ready to throw to the the trailer? Are we Are we ready to break? Albro,
2: anything else for the top half?
0: Uh, no, no, great.
2: We can, you can, you can just pull a you know a fake on everybody, and after the trailer, just go back to the top half. We've
1: done it before, but anyways, all right, everybody, get ready to hang for ten hours. <laughs> As we delve How long have you been preparing that one? That uh, just came to me. That's how good I am. It was your point break. As we delve into the world, the homoerotic world that is point
2: break. The ultimate rush. There's nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. We are the ex-president. Total commitment. It's a real thin line between life and death. <laughs> I'm not a crook. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. You want the ultimate, you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. Thank you
0: very much, ladies and gentlemen. And please, don't forget
1: to vote. You want to nail the bank robbers and be a big hero? Definitely. The ex-presidents are surfers. You are trying to tell me the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf. Fear. Causes hesitation. Hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true.
0: We'll take you to the edge. Pass.
1: This is gonna be a great day, Johnny. I think taxpayers would like it, Utah. If they knew that they were paying a federal agent to surf and pick up girls, babes. Big bunny. The correct term is babes, sir. Adiós, amigo. adrenaline Neither one of you have anything even remotely interesting to tell me
2: caught my first tube this morning sir perfect trailer probably four minutes long with this it's probably awful rock that sounds like a rock song you've heard before like i heard one song that i was like is that smoke on the water nope not quite there was Hendrix in this movie yeah, though, there wasn't there? Hendrix. Okay. That was like I think the...
1: originally the movie according to IMDB, and I I believe everything I read in IMDB. You, as you should. It was gonna be called Rider on the Riders on the Storm, the, the Doors song. But then they realized that it has nothing to do with surfing, so they scrapped it. It's I mean, kind of a cool name for a movie. No, Riders big, on the a, storm. That's a that's a
0: pretty good name.
1: Yeah. The uh, big the big surf at the end of the movie, yeah. like the big The Fifty Year Storm. Yeah, uh, the fifty year I think
2: that would've worked out pretty
1: good. I well, like it. they didn't think so. They said point break and we open this movie with some
2: sweet ass surfing and target practice in the rain yeah what was that about i i don't can we just get a temperature check real quick here i want to know are you a sleaze for the reeves or are (laughs) you crazy swayzy which way are we leaning so far now opening? At the opening, how are you opening up? How are you feeling? You're seeing Keanu Reeves dripping wet, shooting a gun. How are you feeling <laughs> oh, about him?
0: Oh, dear. Um Keanu Reeves has this incredible trans-mask, almost dyke energy. Uh, it's, oh, God, uh, like beyond androgynous. And Patrick Swayze, he's got that dancer body and... There's times when he's dressed almost like my mom.
1: <laughs> mm. He does like you wearing know, those, those dance shoes without socks, I noticed in this
0: movie. There's moment. a bit where he's standing by the plane, and he's got those those stupid Tai Chi pants and a tucked in shirt, and his hair is all fluffy. And I really did expect my mom to go, where are my keys? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, See my I'm sunglasses? <laughs> not... We need you to take a side,
0: though. attentively, <laughs> uh, Keanu.
1: Keanu,
2: you're a sleaze for the Reeves. Okay. Murray? Well, at this
1: point, because I don't know these characters yet, yeah. I got to go with Reeves because he's shooting a gun. Right. I, I just, Surfing, fuck you. I don't care about that. Right. So, yeah.
2: What are you? I mean, we've only seen one character, so it's obvious. I'm also a sleaze for the Reeves.
1: Well, it helps that, like, so Keanu Reeves, like, I, we've said this many times because we've covered him before. I You can't hate Keanu Reeves. We just heard Arba's description of what she sees in Keanu.
2: I've never seen that before. Everyone has their own image they project on right. Keanu.
1: Like I've always said, this—that's if you want to be a star, where everybody loves you, you have—you need to be a blank slate. Mm-hmm. And everyone can project whatever they want onto yeah.
2: you. Yeah. Every description you had for Keanu, I was like, "Yep, I see that." I see that perfectly. Dyke energy.
1: Yeah, I get that. No, yeah. I get that
2: big time off Keato. <laughs> I get it. I love it.
0: Yeah, he's he's this walking anime. You know, he's not really his face. Does he have a face?
2: <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> no one has ever asked if Kiato <laughs> is wearing a mask or
1: if he has a face under it. And when he has sex, he sticks his tongue out and crosses his eyes.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus.
1: Murray heard anime. I got focused (laughs) on it. Laser focused. I saw the concentration. I'm trying to get hip with the kids. I'm old, (laughs) all right? These kids. (laughs) The kids love their anime. You want to talk Speed Racer, guys? You want to talk G-Force? I'm there.
2: (laughs) I want to talk Speed Racer. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: So he, we're, we're establishing that... Johnny Utah, great fucking uh action movie star name, or as Aber would put it, points po- point star point. name,
2: point point groin, uh porn star name.
1: We're establishing he's a crack shot. He's got all the stuff he needs, but he's lacks well, experience. He's a crack shot with a
2: shotgun too. That's amazing. That's well, anybody hard. can
1: be a crack shot with a shotgun because it's, sh- it's a scatter gun. It just you know it's not right. that hard. Right, but. Yeah, so, and we learned that it's because he's got that hand-eye coordination because he's a star Q, uh, QB yeah. at V. Ohio State.
2: Yeah, we're going to go ahead and start planting those seeds right now. Uh, our rival, by the way, because, of course, me and Murray are big Michigan Wolverine <laughs> Go fans.
1: blue. Go blue. <laughs> Maze and blue. So he he's so good, he's doing it in the rain. His, his shirt's are sticking to his body. His hair's flopping everywhere.
2: And just as quickly as you get that rainy, sexy, androgynous human being, you
1: get flipped over to him in a suit. How are you well, doing? you do get the moment where the guy goes, 100 on the course. Perfect. Yeah,
0: Real fast, uh, my friend Carrie's dad was an L.A. cop, yes, during all the riots and stuff. And I said, do they make them train in the rain? And she just looks at me deadpan. She goes, they don't wait for a nice day to do crimes, Oprah.
1: Why is it it only rains in L.A. in our movies? Because it never rains in L.A. That's a good point. So like you say, yeah, Johnny, Utah, first day on the job, you just got out of Guantanamo. Is that – no, wait. What's the, what's the place where the FBI agents go? I think was where we torture people. What is it? Fuck, oh, I, Quantico. Quantico. Quantico,
2: yeah. I
1: know. Yeah, oh.
0: he's training He's training in the legendary Quantico, Virginia, wherever their secret compound is, where oh. I guess the, the deer have learned real fast that they're never being shot at, so they just wander around.
2: Hey, deer are fucking stupid as shit, so – you got a few that live in your. Backyard. I have a few that live in my backyard. Yeah, right. I, I,
1: I just yeah. saw one working. It was literally just laying there. That scary to me at all. And I, just, I took a picture and then left. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess
0: there's a whole little clan of like, I don't know if they're muleys or but uh, whatever they are. And they figured out real fast oh, no one's shooting at us. Let's just live here.
2: Yeah, that's typically how it goes. It's like we've gone ahead and killed off all their land that they live on, so why not?
1: So I'm assuming Johnny was top of his class.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. He also
1: went to law school, by the way, people. He's not and he's a- only
0: 25.
1: Right. He's not <laughs> just a himbo. He's, he's you know, star quarterback, Yep. law school, and FBI hotshot at age 25.
2: Real quick, out of 10, where are you putting Keanu in this suit, Abra? Oh, God. You, serving it up.
0: Um, It's 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 pretty tasty. Um, tasty. Eight,
2: eight, <laughs> tasty eight. I like it. All right, so our tasty eight is heading in to meet his uh, superior, one John McGinley, aka uh, well, not aka, uh, known as. Murray, what is happening? Known in this movie is, as
1: Ben Harp. That's his name. wasn't Isn't that a singer, Ben Harp, Harper, like that? Well, Anyway, he great fucking biceps. By the way, we could see it through the. <laughs> Uh-huh. Me and Aubrey could see it. We're like, uh-huh. great.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I called up Joe Coleman. I said, What do you think? I mean, there's a strirations on the Joe the
2: Joe did say that that is what you're going for with your biceps <laughs> when you're wearing a jacket over your arms.
1: <laughs> and like we said, he's the square. He's all Mr. I crunch numbers. Look at these computers. We use computers in this place. Do
2: you know how we close case, sir? We close it using analytics. We put analytics against real-life situations. We weigh out the odds. We figure out the fucking goons because the goons don't have the brains that we have. We have brains. What do you eat, sir? What do you eat?
1: And he's chomping on a donut right at you saying that. I
2: eat chicken without skin,
1: (laughs) sir. And he says, Look, mister, you're young, you're dumb, and you're oh so full of cum. I like what you're doing, buddy.
2: Bank robbery division,
1: right? Because apparently,
2: LA had a, a California at large, the west, western coast had a burst of bank robberies in the nineties. Yeah,
1: got to fund the surf culture somehow.
2: I got, I got to say, when we start talking about the numbers of robberies that are happening by the ex-presidents who are about to meet, the numbers are all over the place. It's total politics because at one point it's like. Yeah, right before they leave, they rob a bank, and then all of a sudden, it's they rob three banks in four days.
1: They rob an average ten a year. Yeah, because so they do thirty in three years.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
1: But it's only during the summer year, summer months, which we'll learn later.
0: Yeah, the the rate is nuts, exactly. They'd have brinks on each bank at this point. They'd all be on lockdown. My mom worked at a bank in the 60s and 70s during the heyday of California bank robbery that probably inspired this now outdated plot. And yeah, my mom did so many drills right out of Dog Day Afternoon. She actually said there were parts of Dog Day Afternoon that just felt like an afternoon to her because they would just grill you in how to go through it because they were getting robbed so often.
2: Interesting. That's really fucking cool. Did she ever like meet up? Oh, that'd be a fucking good idea for a sitcom like you're a banker by day, and you end up hooking up with like the bank robber who robbed you earlier, and you don't really know it until
1: later. Because he's, like, he's wearing a president,
2: Because he's wearing a president. It's fucking good. See, all this, is, I would, this is good. I this is would good, know dude.
1: because the first question I ask anybody after a second days is what president is your favorite president? <laughs> so I would figure it out.
2: You'd figure it out. Yeah. You'd be on them right away. But, uh, uh,
1: okay, so we we, <laughs> we, we we meet the guy that never gets anything done, Harp. Now we're going to meet the partner who. Hey, he's got his ways. They're unorthodox. He's got his sways. He doesn't follow the rules,
2: but he gets shit done. <laughs> I love this. And we're at the swimming pool. I love a good fucking indoor pool. I want an indoor pool. Yeah, I've got four indoor pools. Apparently,
1: FBI does a lot of underwater uh, operations. Of course. Well,
2: no, Murray. It's the tra- Swimming is the perfect exercise. Look at Michael Phelps. That man is fucking chiseled. And... He doesn't have the same wear and tear on his joints that you it's would true. get by running on pavement, it's you know, hurricane or whatever those fucking weightlifting things are called. So this is the way to go. So he's got to be blindfolded and go in. So he puts a blindfold over his face, and then... This is like Navy SEAL training. Like, what
1: the fuck does this have to do with the FBI?
2: Right. Then that's where we get the turn of... Uh, we're we're going to learn about Busey. Gary Busey. Angelo Pappas. Angelo Pappas. Pure, yeah. I think that was the first crush I had in grade school, Nicole Pappas. Oh, Pappas. Goodness. Yeah, that yeah. was. Weird. These names really? are these names are so ridiculous.
0: Pappas, he's the father figure. Harp who harps on them. Come on.
1: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh, you just put even... that together. That went right over my I... head. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. And then Johnny's a Mormon? That's why he's from Utah? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's why the underwear. Bo- isn't Bodhi some kind of uh, Hindu thing? or whatever. That By is. the yes. way, name infuriated me, but we'll we'll go on. Yeah, we
0: figured it was a tribute to Johnny Unitas. Yeah, yes. Utah United you know, Maybe
2: they even they said po- it.
0: They, Yeah, they call him that at they, one they point. point
1: yeah. Out,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he says it right. Well. Boosie is upset. He's got his blindfold on, and he starts complaining about he's the fact that a he has meatball
1: a meatball sub. As he's <laughs>
2: about to Which, by the way, cramps. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. <laughs> a lot of bread, and you put breadcrumbs into a good meatball, so that's double bread. Right.
0: I'm just I'm visualizing him trying to retrieve a meatball
2: sub from the bottom of the pool. Hey, he would do that by smell. I'm just thinking of that Nirvana, Nirvana, <laughs> Nirvana cover, and Gary Busey trying to reach out for a fucking <laughs> meatball sub. <laughs> That's a great image, yeah. Thank you. I want, that. You. I want that on a t-shirt. We can all imagine <laughs> it just right now. Um, and so he's got the blindfold on, and he starts complaining about the fact that he has to fucking take Gotta break like in a new partner. Some fucking Johnny. Johnny Punk or something like that.
1: Johnny Chimpo. As he's saying this, our buddy Johnny Utah's watching it. He's right there standing in front of him. He's yeah. two
2: inches away from his face. Why is Johnny so close personal space, Johnny? <laughs> And he's breathing into his mouth, and, and, and I forget how we introduced Smelling this.
1: those meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> and I, just
0: you- like, I just like the
2: master shot of
0: all of these shirtless men, like Catherine Bigelow's just coming up with any excuse to show more hot men.
2: That's right. You got to have hot men every— See, here's what's probably missing from modern movies today. The homoeroticism that's just so subtle and perfect in every scene. It's like if you watch it, you get it. But I've watched a lot of these movies, and I was like—
1: Everybody never, had a bandana hanging out of their swim trunks. Right, great. Yeah.
2: right, and I don't even want to get on this whole fucking uh, train of groomerism and everything. I saw John glue John Claude's <laughs> glutes from a young age, and I grew, I grew up straight, but I appreciate the man's glutes. We were talking about his glutes today. We got no good glutes
1: in this movie. <laughs> yeah, is there There's one good? Sp- glutes in this. Movie.
2: Is there? Uh, Aubrey, uh, can you yeah, one,
0: one of the, one of the skydivers is is showing off. He's got like kind of a four pack.
2: Later. We're not we're not talking about the front. We're talking <laughs> yeah. about the back. You have
1: a foreback mm. on your ass.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you said I said abs. Oh, I don't know what oh, I heard. No. Glutes.
1: Glute. No, the
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um Lori Lori's <laughs> Lori Petty's butt's pretty good. Um Yeah.
1: If I remember correctly, my favorite character in this movie, Violent Naked Woman, <laughs> had a
2: pretty nice body. Yeah. No, Violent Naked Woman <laughs> definitely had the best body in the movie. Yeah. And the best action in the movie. Yes, like I could do a whole like we should
1: do a whole spinoff about her. I would love to see. I was after seeing that, I was like, I want to know her backstory. Point Break Two. Should James Cameron first. probably wrote ten pages of her backstory <laughs> do that got all left out.
0: I, I'm I'm worried we're getting ahead of the plot. But do you guys agree that the amazing beatdown in uh, Peacemaker was inspired by Hot Naked Mama? Do you remember when John Cena gets a shit kicked out of him of a little tiny naked woman? No? No, i no. haven't seen it. <laughs> I've oh, never wait, seen wait, this. no, I know,
1: okay, I know what you're talking about, the TV show, okay. Oh, yeah, the TV I, show I,
0: Peacemaker, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was I that modern show. I remember that.
1: I remember him getting beat up by a little, like, Filipino dude. I don't remember. Yeah, I he never... takes
0: a girl home and then realizes something about her, and she just starts kicking the shit out of him.
1: Wow. Well, and remember. I'm pretty sure it was just
0: in, yeah, just in John Cena's writer, like, I will be beat up by a naked woman today, you know.
1: Well, Point Break is very influential, so I would not be surprised.
2: <laughs> so... We've got a good amount of ribbing happening here because after the whole blindfold... Blindfold? Oh, my God. Blindfold uh, ruse that Johnny Utah plays on his new partner, Angelo Pappas, he unblindfolds himself, and it's just like, oh, fuck. He realizes he fucks up immediately. The two are fast friends, though. They love that they have like the same kind of joking energy. Because Old they guy, go by
1: their gut. He can see that. That's right. He's like, oh, finally, a guy I can relate to.
2: Now I gotta get me some you know,
1: bricks. You know, Pappas doesn't know how to turn a computer on. Ah,
2: That's right. He away. refuses. <laughs> yeah. He's Murray. I will not learn how to touch a keyboard. I will put. I will put my ass cheeks on that keyboard, <laughs> and that is the way I will type. Uh, and so I love this because it's the first time we get to see somebody with some character and enthusiasm, something to bring to the movie. Well, a personality, a, if you a, will. Yeah, a personality, aside from John McGinley, who I think is amazing as the stern <laughs> harping cop. God, right. I, how did that go over our heads? Uh, when writing. Busey's like, "I gotta get some bricks," blindfolds himself again. It does like a cannonball flip into the pool, and I loved it. I was like, "Yes, Busey!" And so I want everyone to know my gauge has shifted. I'm all I'm no longer a sleaze for the Reeves. I'm on the bus, e, Gary Bussy. I'm on the Bussy.
0: Um, yep. Bussy Bussy means something. Very oh, specific. I know what that means.
2: On Grinder, I would be careful with the use of that word. I know what that means. I'm on the Gary Busey. <laughs> I'm trying to work Bus into his name because his name yes. starts B U S. Right.
1: So right off the gate, this is like the hottest like uh, c- crime going. Why would a a guy who's just just got out of Quantico be put on this job to begin with? I don't know. Maybe they need a set of fresh eyes cuz they they're trying to catch these guys.
2: You know what? That's a good that's a good, you really do need to put some
1: fresh eyes on a situation and everything. So they go to the crime scene and they're going over the security the security tapes. And while we're getting a little exposition about how great that the by the way, the the bank robbers are called the ex-presidents because they wear the masks of Reagan, Nixon, LBJ, LBJ. and Jimmy Carter.
2: Okay. Peanut farmer, Jimmy Cotta. Where's
1: Michigan's own Gerald Ford? I don't know. <laughs> got short shift.
2: Yeah. At least a well, piece of shit for partying Nixon.
1: Well, yeah. yeah, He had to save the country, man. That's right. Right? We would have went, we would have went down the to- tubes if if Nixon had went to jail.
2: Peanut tubes.
1: So, um, they're going over the footage, and it's like, let me tell you something here. These ex-presidents have the like 27 banks in the past three years. They're in and out. In 60 seconds.
2: I think it was 90. I think I got that
1: wrong. Whatever. I think it was 90. I think Gone in 60 Seconds is what we were thinking uh, about that movie. Yeah. That's how That's how, you, how fast you have to be to steal a car. And of course, Murray, the most important
2: part, how you never get caught in those 60 to 90 seconds. You never get greedy.
1: Yeah. You steal from the till. Where the, You just take the ones and the fives.
2: Uh, what does Mama Abra have to say about that? Is that how you get it? Yeah, that in and that out is of the true. List?
0: They don't do die packs at or at least the, the the banking stories I've heard, they don't do die packs at the drawer level, if you can just empty the cash drawer. So if they as long as they aren't taking the, the cartoonish bags with the die packs hidden in them, because then those explode on you.
1: That was a plot point in a really good movie Hell or High Water, where they also robbed banks and they only stole from the tills, Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what we're gonna do, guys. That's what we're gonna do. So, we're going to be called the ex prime ministers, and we're going to go with famous Canadian prime ministers.
2: I, oh, I guess be, I get I, to be Kim.
1: I got Trudeau because that's the only one I know. The original, Thur- not I'll the be Thorgood
2: Marshall. Was that one?
1: Yeah. Thorgood Marshall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: sounds like a British name.
1: So, while that's going, so like, you know, Papa's eats, sleeps, and breathes this case. He's got to get these guys. The other guys working on the case—they, they, they, its a joke to them. They have the goofiest straight edge haircuts. That, they're kind of—they're
2: like long and short in a weird way. I hate these people. <laughs> I hate their faces.
1: <laughs> That's what they wanted you to do.
2: They did a great job of it. I don't. And know. they're like,
1: "Hey, Papas, tell them your theory." Oh yeah, I get them with that good theory. And then we're like, wait, we're on—we're on the edge of our seats waiting for that theory. But no, they tease us a little. Because Harp walks in, flexing nonstop, oh kissing my God. his bicep. <laughs> I thought that was a little overboard. For the jacket and everything. He's getting. Yeah, he's, gonna
2: yeah, get he's
0: yelling injured. bizarre things like, "Try to take these guns."
1: And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: "He's
1: like, look, ladies. Somebody needs to investigate that getaway car that got left out there."
2: Obviously, this is fucking chump work. So. Right the uh, is already like, hey, boss, I got a meatball sandwich waiting for me. I got to get out of here. Uh, and God damn it, he's tagged up with old fucking Keanu, baby, right. baby boy. So you got to
1: remember, at this point, Utah. Johnny, Johnny.
2: Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. He's strictly
1: by the book because he hasn't developed his gut yet. That's right. I mean, Papa sees the germ of a gut.
2: Is is eating meatball sandwiches how you get the gut? It might be
1: because he orders tuna, Johnny Utah. Yeah, on on like wheat. He orders tuna on wheat, dry wheat. Dry. It's it's called a griff sandwich. Make it as dry as possible.
2: Could you actually take the mayonnaise out of the tuna so it's just dry? (laughs) Like put it under the heat lamp for like nine days.
1: So Johnny's probably trying to get in good with Harp. He's like. We'll do it, bro. So next thing you know, we're at the getaway, on the side of the road where the getaway car is. They're examining, Johnny is examining the sweat patterns on the chairs. Right, that's right. He's like, oh my God, bro, this car did not have air conditioning.
2: You know what I can tell? Sweat out. Li-. This is Colombo level shit. I loved it.
1: <laughs> Which, when you think about it's an important plot point to this movie because because there's probably some butt sweat stains there. <laughs> and this movie's all about using butts to solve crimes. <laughs> I bet Jackie Stallone, they should have like had a scene where they went to her, because she was a rumpologist, do you know yes. what that is? <laughs> I do know about so rhombology. they went to her like as a psychic rumpologist, and they said, hey, we got these sweats patterns, can you tell us? <laughs> that <laughs> would they be an to- amazing scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Get are we up- are
0: we skipping over the most important part? That, that on the closed caption TV, which somehow does an up angle, that they've sharpied on the guy's butt, thank you. <laughs>
2: did
1: we
0: do that yet?
2: <laughs> oh, you know, you're right. Because when they were viewing the tape at the crime scene, they look at yeah. that. Yeah,
1: It said scene. thank you on his butt, right? Thank it's you. It's written
2: on his butt. I assume by Bodhi. It's very legible. So that means he did Bodhi not do it.
1: wrote on the booty. That's this is right. the
2: one part I didn't like. They didn't realize that thank you was written so legibly. So it couldn't have been by
1: him. Somebody wrote it on his butt. Yeah, because it, was, it wasn't backwards. Yeah. Like usually you'd do it in the mirror, it would come out backwards. Yeah, and it came out they're, perfect.
0: They're, they're yeah. getting ready to do the, the robbery, and they go steal a car, and they check the masks, and they get the bags, and then he bends over and pulls on his pen and goes, somebody do my butt.
1: Somebody well, you need do to, my it's t- butt. It's a tense situation. You need a little levity to like, lighten <laughs> the mood. And of course, Nixon would totally do that, because he was when, when the streaking uh, you know, fad was going on really hard and heavy, it was during Nixon's. Administration. It Mm would make sense that Nixon would be all about showing the ass. Was it? Yes.
2: Interesting. I have seen. Okay. So. Oh yeah, Griffey.
0: They streaked the Oscars. Or what? Wait. Tim, was it the Oscars or the Grammys? They, they, they. Oscars.
1: Because David Niven said something about some guy's shortcomings or something. He had a nice, nice little zinger on the guy. That's a good. And then don't don't forget the classic Ray Stevens novelty song, "The Streak."
2: I mean, that seems to be when all the good streaking footage for baseball comes from,
1: or any sports Yeah, event. it was a magical time, Gruff.
2: <laughs> Wieners everywhere.
1: <laughs> I, I was just, but a wee infant. But I'm I, glad I lived <laughs> during that time. It's good, because you still get them maybe once or twice in the
2: full baseball spectrum across all 85 teams that there is now. You get, like, maybe two a year. Uh, but they have too much camera production team. You never see it.
1: So, Pappas is like, why are we wasting our time on this shit? And he's just like, sweat patterns, fuck that. And then, uh, Johnny's like, I can use this. Yeah, he,
2: Johnny starts getting hot. He's getting in his face. <sighs> you think you got this thing all solved by yourself? Fucking grandpa choking on your fucking meatball subs. They see the fucking marinara running down your white shirt, you piece of shit. You old crusty bastard, you don't even eat wheat. You're... Fucking bread is so moist, I can see all the fucking dribbles walking out of your mouth. Wow. What the fuck is wrong? And this gets Gary Busey into method acting mode. You know Gary Busey went full method and ate nine meatball sandwiches a day for this role. You could see it in his gut and his face. Ah, uh, and so he starts getting offended and he starts pushing back on Utah. He's like, "Are you fucking mad now? Are you fucking mad?" I am mad. Good. We're going to get this case solved. Feels good to be angry, doesn't it, bro? Tell me about the theory. You want the theory? You want
1: the theory? And then now we cut back to the, we're at the uh, FBI headquarters, now, well, the L.A. base. So we get a nice little bro down, and Aubrey loves a good little bro
2: down over some Coronas and whiskey.
0: But just for the listeners at home, the theory is that the robbers are surfers
1: makes perfect sense. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> Why? Because we get that nice sh- butt shot, and he's like, only a surfer would have tan lines. That the whole thing hinges on tan lines, which, like I said, our buddy Joe Coleman would never get caught, because he wouldn't be caught dead with tan yeah,
0: lines. Yeah, tan lines and wax. They, they wax the boards,
1: I guess. Yeah, it's called, like, carv- Carnova wax. Something now. like that, yeah. Because they got, they got, like, a hair sample or something. Yeah, called, hair sample. they from their, their shoes. Yeah. And they go, there's traces of silicon, which is, is sand, people. And there's all these, like, uh, arsenic, all this, like, carcinogenics. Right. There's. A...
2: <laughs> it's so good. There's a bunch of weird little bits in there. And so they're just, like, formulating their plan.
1: And oh. Johnny logically is going, this is all bullshit. Like, what is this? But but there's no other choice. Jo- mean, I guess he's, it has to be. No, this. he's
2: doing devil's advocate to make sure they get to the right conclusion. He's sculling. So, Yeah. <clears throat> and he's like but what about this what about that and it and then Busey comes right back and he's just like no man this is why it's this way and he's like fuck i know how we can take this to the next
1: level because he's like look the robberies always happen during the summer months the greatest time to serve and they always end when the you know, summer's over with right and they follow the waves bro you can just like they, they. I guess they just go all over the world robbing banks. That's right. So no,
2: hey, at least the coastal world—they need waves to ride. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so
1: yeah, they're the, not robbing uh, Kansas.
2: Yeah. So. Um. So we get the cutaway after he, They decide Keanu, Johnny Utah. You got to become a surfer. I don't know anything about surfing. Hey, you're a quarterback. It's all about agility, footwork, hips. balance. Yeah, you'll figure it out. No big deal. And we're at the next morning, and we're coming on to my favorite throwaway character. <laughs> uh, you brought it up in your notes as well, Abra. You brought it up, <laughs> like, this movie's turning me into a libertarian. Uh, I saw that eight year old working at the surf shop, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Kids should work at surf shops. You know, kids should work everywhere. Eight year olds should be doing full time jobs, yeah. they okay. learn a lot more. This kid's speaking fucking wisdom. Well, Johnny shows up yeah. at a surf
1: shop dressed in his suit, and he's asking about what's the best board. And the kid gives him like the shittiest one, but he charges him probably double. You know, that's right. Because like you said, he's learning how to be a capitalist. And then he said, "Well, I want to let you say the line because it 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 uh you loved it so much."
2: Oh, that's right. So of course, Canada buys the board. Hey, uh, good luck learning. It's never too late. I'm 25. Uh, like I said, you're never too late. Let me tell you, I hope you keep
1: with it. It's a source. <laughs> It'll change your life, bro. And right now I'm vomiting because I hate, I hate spirituality, period. But I really hate it when it's put into surfing.
2: And when... Riding yeah.
1: a fucking board on a wave.
2: Not to mention this kid's hair is all over his ears. Oh, my God. I wanted to just shave his head. The only thing I was missing from this movie you pointed out was puka, puka shells. Yeah, he needed no, a little puka shells. Nobody shell. had puka shells
1: in this yeah. movie. But but but, but uh, Swayze had the beautiful blonde highlights, so it made up for it. So, all right. So he's, this is, he's, he's, he can go undercover as a surfer. But he's got to learn first. That's right. So, like you said, Pappas, he's like, I don't know if I can surf, bro. He's like, we already got the lingo down. He talked like a surfer. You just gotta learn to be a surfer. How hard could it be? You're a QB, you're a star. So this is where we get kind of
2: our footage of him trying to learn to surf, but apparently he picked the wrong beach because he happens on a
1: feisty. We got baby elephant playing in the background. It's just it's beautiful. (laughs) That has a name to it. Of course it does. Baby elephant.
0: And there's no classes. He couldn't sign up to learn how to surf.
2: Yeah, would ruin his cover. That's what an FBI you agent know. would do. Yeah, I'm tagging Aubrey, and I'm going pee. <laughs> Good luck, <Barbara>. Aubrey.
1: <laughs> so we he he no pun intended wipes out many a time until a young lady takes pity upon him. Uh, a young lady with a great glutes, according to uh, you, Aubrey. Correct.
0: She has a nice round ass. And there's okay. a peachy. That's a peachy butt.
1: Played by Lori Petty. Uh, was this around, This was around the League of Their Own era, right? Lori Petty.
0: Yeah, she and Madonna shared a trailer. and I guess people were terrified to go knock on the door or go in because they spent most of their time in that trailer nude.
1: She was channeling some Madonna. I got a Madonna vibe <laughs> off her look in this movie. She was kind of channeling Madonna, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. So she's just like... Hey, uh, uh, moon doggy. I don't know, whatever the fucking surfer lingo is. I'm like doing, I'm using gidget like lingo here. <laughs> like, you're, you know, get off the beach. You know, but you're, 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 she's gatekeeping, is what she's doing, basically. She's like, you know, you're not good enough for this beach. Get out of here before you get your, get killed. And she, I'm just trying to learn. So, uh, where am I at? I'm lost in my notes.
0: Yeah, my friend Carrie at this point, because I got a little puzzled, saying, I mean, he's a jock. Why don't they accept She goes, but he's not. They don't like jocks, Aubrey. They're surfers. It's a lifestyle. This isn't tennis. This isn't golf to them. And I'm like, okay.
1: That's true. You're right. Mm-hmm. This, isn't, this isn't a sport. This is a lifestyle. That is true. So uh, he, he, uh, he's like, she's my in. I know I have a feeling about this girl. Tyler is the Yeah, character. the
2: feeling is somewhere between his uh, belly button and his kneecaps. <laughs> Busted kneecap. His busted kneecap.
1: So he does what any man would do. He stalks her for a while. He's got he... the binox on her. I
2: think let's note this. He was talked down to by a local surfer and he was like, Yeah, I'm into that. Let's just let's just register that for a second. And move on.
1: Okay. So he's stalking her, he's watching her change out of her uh wetsuit into her some Daisy Dukes. That's right.
2: She's got the towel method going on here. Great. Yeah.
1: Very, I didn't see anything.
2: Very agile, yeah, no, because even the the, the the slickest of us, you know, a butt cheek pops out or something, but no, nothing slips out.
1: And he gets her plate, so he's, now he can use the power of the FBI to know everything about this woman. This is where we get to meet...
2: Oh God, I got to say, this movie had great throwaway characters because we have a character that comes up in, like, two scenes. Aubrey, I think you were a big fan of this character, too. Our uh, intel... Computer lead? I don't know what to call her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's just generic computer clerk lookup lady. She is so horny for Tyler's criminal record.
1: <laughs> she likes it, a bad girl. What can you say?
0: Yeah, she's obviously like, who is she? Can you introduce me?
2: <laughs> yeah, I love this because they have uh, we're going into Megaforce Big Brother technology here. They have, like,
1: so much information about her. Well, you can, Griff. You can't look up somebody's criminal record. <laughs> well, yes, Murray, with, I understand yeah, that,
2: but why that did right. they have the her... FBI
1: especially could do it.
2: Why did they have her turn-ons, turn-offs, that her parents well, <laughs> died? <laughs> you're,
1: you're, uh, you're right that, that. That they had her
2: waistline, that they had her bustline. They had way too many yeah. facts. Well,
1: in California, you have to actually fill out the Playboy data sheet to get a license. So. <laughs> Because everyone's so fucking hot out there. Oh, right. Of course. And so this is
2: great because uh, Johnny Utah and the intel person who Murray... Horny re-
1: intel person.
2: Horny intel person who Murray said, that's like the never no retreat, no surrender three computer guys role.
1: Yeah, which Role reverse. Reference nobody gets. But exactly. Yeah, right. So it's just for us. Franklin... And it's just tons of like, you know, public intoxication, flashing her tits, like all these flashing her tits, harmless things, stealing a baby Ruth from a gas station, nothing serious. But, right. you, you know, she's got a little of an edge to her.
2: So when we do the prequel of this movie, it's just going to be 90% clips of her flashing her tits.
1: Right. <laughs> and like you said, horny and tell girl, I want to get to know this person. I have the same turn-ons. <laughs> And so. And then they noticed that Tyler's parents had oh my an God. orphan. Her parents had Jeez. died in a car wreck. And he's like, I can use that. Like every creepy predator would. You're like, yeah, I can use someone's like really trauma in order to get what I want from them. So that's his in. Right. Dead parents. And we know where she works because that was also on the rap sheet as well. Yeah, she works at Shrimpy's. Shrimpies They just sell shrimp and fries.
2: No, that's right. You don't want to ask what they do in the back. toe sucking that's right (laughs) i'm glad he figured it out but did you love how much papas
0: was annoyed by this is his contact but gary busey's characters made no progress in years yeah was Was
2: it just papas or was it hap too oh maybe it was harp or harp excuse me i thought i thought it was harp that was like really upset about it but it might have been pappas too because Again, he's been working this case for several years, and he's got nothing. So yeah, they're like, make...
0: he's like, green eyes, brown hair. This is your lead, and it's like, it's better than what you've come up with.
1: Nothing. Yeah, but it's because she's an icky girl. Because remember, the theme of this movie <laughs> is guy on guy action. That's right. <laughs> so Papa's is like, what? If she's got a vagina. What does she know? Yeah. So next morning, uh, Johnny shows up at her work. And he orders the shrimp. Like, I, I hear there's some good shrimp in here. She's like, shrimping ain't easy, bro. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're that loser from yesterday that I had to save. What are you doing here? Well, it's kind of like, this reminds me when my parents died in a car wreck. And then she immediately, like, what? No. That was one of her turn-ons, by the way. Parents dying <laughs> of car wrecks. No build up to his story at all.
2: Just gets right to the chase. Right. I, you know, shrimp and fries remind me of when my parents
1: died. They used to <laughs> take me to get shrimp and fries. It reminds me of my parents wiped out. You know, that's with the surfing.
2: Yeah, you can see it in her eyes. She is so ready to give him a pity blowjob. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. Uh, at least it's not a shrimp job.
1: <laughs> so she's I'm like, sorry, you, shrimpers. you know what? We've got a very Disney vibe here. We have We're orphans. I'm going to teach you how to surf. That's right. And so she's like, meet me at at fucking 5 a.m. Do not
2: be late. If you're late, then this movie ends. So be on time.
1: So we get a nice little montage of him doing baby steps, falling off. They're on the whatever the surf version of the bunny slope is. That's where they're at. Right. They're not even waves. She's actually just pushing them. Um, actually,
2: <laughs> they weren't even out on the ocean. They were on the beach, and she's to- constantly going, all right, now pop up, pop up. Why don't you understand pop up? This is what it's like to work in the tech world, Tech world where people <laughs> use lingo that you're like, that means nothing to me. Like if I were to say to you, automate, you know, like, uh, well, no, I, I don't even think, can't even think of a good uh, tech world. But she's just using her own lingo, and he's just like, what? What? What is that? And right. She... And remember,
1: we didn't have the internet back then where you could look this shit up.
2: Right. So... You, you couldn't study, get a visual of what she's talking about. So she's an awful coach. She's yelling, pop up, you dumb fuck. Pop up. Left foot, right foot, same time. Finally, she says, like, you need to elevate yourself and land both feet on the board at the same time. And he's like, oh, bro, I get that. Right. Shrimping ain't easy.
1: Hang in town. Hanging down. So uh a long morning of this. Pop nonstop pop up. He finally that. rides his first little wave. Don't forget that you get some people walking by and they're
2: laughing at Johnny too. He's never been laughed at in his life. He's a quarterback for right. fuck's sake. Star quarterback of the Ohio State. You'd think he'd be drowning in puss, and here he is, just like,
1: man, I gotta Well, give he was him until I fucked his knee up.
2: Oh, well, there's a certain inside joke between me and my friends the hegeman one knee technique and apparently johnny of course he's never
1: learned it no we can't he can't even pop up he can't even pop up so all right it's like it's like baby steps he finally rode his first tiny wave. so he's like happy look i did it she's like that's nice come on come out of the water you're getting wrinkles getting pruney and then out off, off in the distance you see this flowing blonde mane just get flipped. This is the perfect time for Dreamweaver to this come This is where <laughs> Catherine Bigelow shows her directing skills. Yeah. Because it's a zoom in. And you see the fucking the tan, the fucking white teeth, the blonde highlights. It's it's our hero slash villain, yeah. Bodhi.
2: All right, all right, guys. We have four options now. You can pick... Johnny Utah, you could pick Patrick Swayze, you could pick uh, Tyler, or you could pick Gary Busey if you're so inclined. Who are you going with? You got a picture of the Swayze now.
1: Well, being a straight man, I got to go with Tyler,
2: apparently. I don't. <laughs> you're fucking lame. I'm sorry. You're just lying to yourself. Oh, Albert, who God. are you going with?
1: Uh, did,
0: are, are we going to get meatball subs? What are we doing?
2: Well, if you want to, you can take it.
0: Whatever the I just think...
2: I just, I just
0: think if you could restrain him like *Silence of the Lambs*, Gary Busey could tell you some amazing stories.
2: You want to tie up Gary Busey? I got that and feed him meatball subs. Okay, that's cool. I just want to go get the meatball subs, of Gary Busey, still. So we got zero for our two leads.
1: No. S- <laughs> yeah, they're basically zeros. Yeah. <laughs> So, but he's like, "Who is that?" Oh and she's God. like, "That guy, Modern Savage." He's looking for the ultimate ride. <laughs> that was a James Cameron line. That, that was, yeah, that you was think amazing. so? Oh,
2: you know it. Rick oh. King definitely did not write that Modern line. Modern Savage. We 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 watch Hick Boxer 3. Rick King nowhere close to that line.
1: So, Bodie notices Tyler, and we. this is where we learn they have a little history, because he goes in for a little peck, you know, yeah. just, just to claim his, his uh, you know,
2: territory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, do we... Aubrey, do you watch Always Sunny? I've seen it, yeah. Because uh, he's kind of got the Dennis method going on here. Uh, Murray doesn't get that reference, but oh. Dennis, the 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 uh sexy character of the show says he's got a method where he can get any girl he ever slept with again and that's kind of what we see Patrick Swayze's character practicing here uh Bodie's just like yeah no I, I can come back around to any girl I slept with and she'll still be
1: insane for me
2: and I kind of
1: think Tyler is still a little little uh hot for him i no cuz even even Bodie points out near the end he couldn't even get her that's true. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. Griff is – you're close, Griffy. Um, yeah, Tyler is – she's the, the the strong female that's part of the group, and this has always been a fascination for James Cameron. He's obsessed with the one that got away with the strong, independent woman who just doesn't need him because she's oh. a strong, independent woman. So Tyler's written in a way that she don't need no man, and Bodie obviously courted and tried and got her, but he wasn't the one.
2: Shit, you and put they, the – that, that was James Cameron quote?
0: Yeah.
1: Damn. He, yeah, she's the one that got away. It's, it's, yeah,
0: it's like all his ex-wives, who he's on pretty good terms with, and I guess it's really complicated to admit that, yeah, he had a real, like, he wanted the kind of girls that didn't need men.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, and but since Bodie is, remember, Bodie's a malignant narcissist, so that fucking bothers him, that she's not that into
2: him. Yeah, you know? and so he comes in immediately immediately with the insults on the new Boe.
1: Right. Nice board, bro. You know, I had a
2: Chevy 57.
1: I kind (laughs) of resembled that board. (laughs) What'd they call it? A Chevy 57? Yeah, pretty No, it's 57. A 57 57 Chevy? Come on, we're from the (laughs) Motor City for fuck's sake. (laughs) He's faking. I drive a golf cart. So, yeah, and like, he's just totally fucking throwing shade at Johnny. Meanwhile... There's some tension, some sexual tension between these two.
2: Yeah, this is the first meat cute of the movie. You thought yeah. it was Tyler in uh, Utah, but no, it's this. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. the first meat
1: cute. What have we learned, people? Love comes from hate. <gasps> Murray, this is your line. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. We've learned this from countless romantic comedies. If you don't hate this person, you're never going to love them.
2: Yeah. Everything about Bridget Jones' diary. If you me meet that.
1: somebody and you're like, I really like this person, it's doomed. Doomed.
2: We have too much in common. We'll never get along. Or we'll (laughs) always get along. (laughs) That's the worst. And so, it just so happens that his bros, uh, Bodie's bros, Brodie's bro- Bodie's bro- The Brodies. Are tossing around the old pigskin. Right. And And that's that's
1: his end, because remember. That's right. And so, a ball
2: goes errant, and Johnny Utah, looking like the fucking second coming of uh, Jerry Rice, just reaches out, catches the ball with his fingertips and reels it in, and they're like, Brody, are you fucking serious? You should stick around on the beach and play football under some headlights tonight. They have a bigger audience than most live shows we've been to for this (laughs) beachfront, headlight-lit, non-sanctioned football game with a fighter pit in the middle of it.
1: Well, yeah, because that's how charismatic Brody is. Real question here.
2: How do you think this rates, better or worse, than the Top Gun volleyball
1: scene. Oh, this, cause this pales in comparison to the Top If you want to talk about homoerotic, it doesn't get more homoerotic I'm not than talking
2: top about homoeroticism, though. I'm just talk talking about... about what, it.
1: quality of play? What are you talking about? I'm just... Take it whatever you want. Do you think you this You can barely scene? see it. It's a nighttime game. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, at this point, my friend Carrie added, this is their volleyball scene? She was very underwhelmed. She also threw in, I love this line, um, did the third grip write this music? <laughs>
2: crap.
0: You know, like they just picked a random member of the crew and said, "Hey, oh. got a guitar? Want to write a soundtrack? Okay."
2: Oh. Oh, <laughs> the music are not, sucks. You are not wrong. And remember,
1: that. I don't remember God. the name of the song, but there was some great cock rocking going on in the top gun oh, volleyball God. scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the boys are back in town or something like that. It had yeah. such
0: good music, and this is obviously just this pale comparison of the volleyball scene.
1: You're, you're okay,
0: okay.
2: I just wanted to make sure I, because uh, I was just like this. This got some tension to it. I just wanted well, to see it. it
1: Ratches it up, Griff. Because there's a scene where uh, Bodie goes wide, and Johnny chases him. And he, <laughs> remember this. This was supposed to be flag football, guys. Yeah, but but Johnny get, it gets the best. His old juices get flowing from the old college days. That's right. So he lays fucking John, uh, Bodie out right into the waves.
2: It's intense. Like you literally, the music cuts. You hear a record scratch. I, somebody brought a turntable with them for this fucking game. And everybody's like, Wodie! Brody, are you Bodie, are you okay? And so yeah, they're ready and, to kick the shit out of each other because they're their hero. Who the fuck do you think you are? And that's when, of course, Bodie steps in. He's Johnny, Utah.
1: Don't fuck with him. O S. Right. So basically, so what we're what we're saying is, he knew Johnny all along, but he was throwing that shade, acting like he didn't know, like I, like you know, because he didn't want to like fanboy out on him.
2: That could have been it. I don't yeah. know what to say about it, but I think, and I think, Aubrey, uh, Aubrey, you added this in your notes. Uh he noticed that Johnny was a lefty, and that's what really fucking sold it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, um. It, would that be an advantage in football? I'm not really a football person.
2: There's not a lot of left-handed quarterbacks. I mean, lefties are just kind of rare in general, but uh, I can think of only like three starting quarterbacks today that are left-handed. Hmm. So it, it is pretty kind of interesting when you get a left-handed. Everything's designed for righties.
0: Yeah, because they could have reversed those shots. James Cameron used reverse uh, shots in uh, Titanic, of course, but I thought that was kind of cool that they stuck to it, or it just showed that uh, Catherine Bigelow didn't care.
2: We don't have the time to get into the Titanic. okay sorry. We no. don't try to segue into that one.
0: But yeah, you can just feel the sexual tension that um, Utah wants to touch Bodhi so bad. And yeah, at this point, Bodhi's obviously sized him up. He only came over to talk to Tyler because he clearly saw Utah and said, ooh, what's this? And probably recognized him like you guys are saying. And just, yeah, the tension in this scene is amazing.
2: Right. I mean, Bodhi is a beach bum. He's out there just looking for any hot bod to lay with, right? So he's he's not he's not fucking like uh, uh Really picking through, you know. He's he's just like, yeah. They all they call they they all come in fun safe and sizes, and he wants. Yeah. Plus, he
0: he really, if you think of him like a cult member, he's constantly sizing people up to be part of his little his little crew. And here's a guy who challenges him, who would dare to push him into the into the
2: surf. Right. It's that's very the master of him. I like that because the master was all about that. The one person who was so wild and got in the master's face. This is a Criterion podcast, by the way. All we do is talk <laughs> about Criterion podca- uh, uh, movies. Um, and so, clearly, the, you know, Johnny, or Bodhi, is awestruck by Johnny Utah. Super obsessed. Knows his whole career. Talks about every fucking stat he's ever had. Like, every nerd you ever hear who's obsessed with football. And it's just going off. And Johnny's like, yeah, that's right. I broke my knee, and then I got into law, and then I I ended up, you know, now I work here doing the law. I just do the law. That's what I do at the law. Because he's trying to hide the fact that he's an FBI agent. He's got to hide that right.
0: Using his own name and he's 25, but he has clients? Why not make him a lowly law clerk or something?
1: Right. Well, it's good he used his own name because Bodie knew who he was. So, you know. That's true. So, the next morning, Harp, harping on our boys. He's like, it's been two weeks and you have no fucking lead. Oh, you're, you're surfing. On our team. What have you done? I caught my first two.
2: <laughs> we can't forget the, the amazing line from Roach or
1: whoever was on the beach before.
2: Lawyers don't surf. Well, this
1: that's lawyer does. Lawyers and Charlie don't surf. So, that's <laughs> so good. So. But yeah,
2: they're getting chewed out. Yeah. And that's when Keanu just cuts the tension with bro. Caught my first tube this morning, and by the way, Gary Busey at this point, all right. Thank you so much for this fucking website you sent me, where this person broke down every outfit, well, all the crazy outfits Gary Busey wears, which is like four or five in this movie. Amazing shit! It'll be in the show notes. Um, God damn, Busey's just in there with his oversized. I remember, I have pictures. I think I'm wearing a weird beach thing in that picture right there when I was like four.
1: Was in yeah, he, he
0: looks like, uh, what's that, a rest photo of Nick Nolte?
1: Do you remember, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, remember. that? Yeah, anyone who's never seen this film, yeah, Gary Busey really just looked like he woke up in the back of a car, put on a, a random Hawaiian shirt he found in the trash, and wandered in. He's like, sorry, Miss Bigelow, I'm here.
2: Yeah, 100%.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so. All we got now, all we got to now, is his first tube. That's basically all we got to go on. But, horny lab girl. There's a lot of horny women working in the FBI.
2: Yeah, same lab girl as before. Right. This isn't a second horny lab girl. Oh
1: wow, she's computers and like genetics because she has the. She just had the data, I guess. They got a hair sample from LBJ. One of the crime scenes. Maybe it was in that sweat pattern. And they're like, "Look, we we found like these particular." Of course, there's peroxides. Everybody has their blonde hair. And we found all these, like, things. It could only be a one, like, check other beaches that this would register.
2: Yeah, all of our beaches are fucking super polluted in unique ways. So if you just go get hair samples for each of them, we'll see if the hair has particulates from the specific beach. So we'll know which beach they were at. <laughs> they literally go to a beach as like a factory, like spewing that, garbage. That into. was my favorite shot of the movie. Cause that's probably fucking I mean, obviously that's real. Right, yeah. yeah. That's that's probably
1: up. why they're like real life surf gangs because they want to protect their territory. Like you go to the fucking cancer fucking beach.
2: <laughs> For real. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: So they, we get a little, like, fun moment where they got to get a hair sample from these people on the beach to test it against the LBJ hair sample.
2: Right. Uh, Keanu goes up to a guy. Oh, my God. You got a bug in your hair, bro. Slaps him in the head and rips out the hair. He's like, oh, yeah, look at. Oh, it's disgusting. It's crushed. Don't worry about it. No her. due process. Would this stand up in court?
1: No. <laughs> There's no such thing as due process when you're using your gut. All right. <laughs> That's, all right. That's right. <laughs> so... They go. They, they, guess what, guys? They got a match. This is the beach. If these guys are the ba- biggest of badasses, why are they on shithole beach? Right? Didn't we cut to another beach though? I don't know. I, I I'm thought... pretty
2: sure we cut to like oh. just some random beach here because well, there's,
1: yeah. there's not many beaches in Southern California, so I'm sure they could yeah. knock that out in an afternoon. That's right.
2: <laughs> so we're on some other beach, and we got Papas in his awesome surfwear, just sitting in his. Oh shit. This was written in that article. I forget what car it was. Do you remember what car it was? No, I don't remember. It was an 89. It was
1: not a Chevy 57.
2: No, it definitely was not <laughs> a 57 50. Chevy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was some shitty car. And we got uh, Papa's in there just looking through binoculars trying to keep, keep uh, Utah back. It's funny that
1: he, who's the guy who's like had a career, has the shitty car. But of course, Johnny, like every action movie hero, muscle car. He drives like a classic muscle car. He did? Yes, he did. There's one scene he has a little Mustang. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I I didn't even notice. Yeah. Um and so
2: this is where we're gonna see that uh as w- I think we've talked about on Mike. We've talked so much today. Um <laughs> We're not even halfway done, people. We're not even halfway there. Uh and so Johnny's out here, but he's on a certain surf gang's territory. And so he's just out there trying his damnedest to catch some waves. To pop and up, Does pop he, up. Has he mastered
1: popping up yet?
2: Right, he's uh. barely mastered it. Like he, you know, he's still working through the, the the rudimentary shit. And he happens to collide boards, and you get some awful
1: ADR in here, bro. Get out of my tube! Right. And he does the ultimate insult you can do to a surfer. He cuts the cord that they connect to their ankle to the board, so you yeah, lose your board. The bro cuts uh, Utah's board. Yeah, and then uh, Johnny's he's chesting, so he like gets out of the water. And right, like, I'm just gonna wash off all this filth that I've, you know, that I've been surfing. Johnny
2: and. has been. He's got that, you know, that uh, that problem where he's had so much success in his life. He's just been a straight trajectory upward, and now surfing's been the first time he's had people tell him, "No, you're terrible at this." So he's got to wash that filth off him. Right. You really got to get in the mind of Utah
1: here, Murray. Yeah, and so he's doing that, and then I, this was the most disheartening moment of the whole movie for me because we there's there's a character we love and love from our second ever episode Cyborg.
2: I did you recognize this character, the lead of this gang, Abra?
0: Yes, I've got a, a poster with his uh, face on it from B-movie Bingo. I re- I did recognize him.
1: It's Mr. Fender Tremello from Cyborg, but I was like, "What?" when I cr- I was like, "Oh my god! Did they actually dub him in Cyborg?" Because I'm used to I like living in the you know the yeah. apocalypse, <laughs> and it's this like nerd voice. Like, "What are you doing here? Get off our beach!" And I'm like, "I like this beach." And then, and then to add insult to injury, pans over and we see the lead singer, the Red Hot Chili by <laughs> Grand Rapids own Anthony is with this crazy like mohawk. Like, what was going on with his? Hair? It was like he had the long hair. And then he had it shaved on the sides. Yeah. But it was like Mr. It was Mr. T style, where the hair went over the. That really bugged me, Griff. Oh, I know it did. A mohawk where you actually leave hair over your ears. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was enraging me. I didn't know what to feel because I'm I'm first of all (laughs) when my heroes Fender Tremello, nerd voice, Anthony Kiedis, talking about singing a song about California or some shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And two other goons.
1: (laughs) lay into our buddy, our hero, Johnny Utah. And it's behind some, like, bushes, so uh, Papa's can't see
2: it. Yeah, and he's freaking out in the car. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't see the kid. What's going on? I lost on contact.
1: There? Where the fuck is he? <laughs> Chomps on a meatball sub, you know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Like Popeye. <laughs> wasn't there, I don't know
1: if anybody else watched this show,
2: but uh, wasn't there a um, Married with Children where L. Bundy played A sandwich, like a harmonica?
1: I don't know. I'm sure there could have been. Okay. So it's four on one, so he's getting handled. And fuck, remember, Um, Fender Tremolo, nerd voice, jacked fucking body.
2: All these surfer bro, aside from Anthony Kiedis, (laughs) are fucking, Anthony Kiedis was naked wearing a sock over his dick, (laughs) by the way. So that's, I was like, is that a member of the Chili Peppers or a super fan? And then I saw the sock and I was like, oh, no, I recognize
1: that sock. right. So they pommel him until Bodhi flies into action. It's flying fucking jump kick. <laughs> I thought
2: you were going to say, Bodhi waits for his music. <laughs> you did wait for his music. <laughs> what <laughs> would Bodhi's music be? Oh,
0: and at, at this point, my, my friend Kerry, who is definitely Team Swayze, was like, oh, there's that dancer training.
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she was fine with his little legs and everything, right? There were some Rockettes jokes, yes. Okay, because he's got tiny legs. He's got a great upper body, but he's got tiny little legs. <laughs> legs are hard. Joe Coleman will tell you. Legs are tough. You can't really <laughs> fuck with that.
1: Well, he's fucking with these four guys because when him and Johnny are a team, they're unstoppable, and they just fuck these four guys up. Meanwhile, fucking uh, Poppas is like, shit, I got to do something. So he's like, Runs out with his gun out. (laughs) He doesn't know what's going on. He see. I think he sees like a body go flying. So he's like, "I got to shoot somebody." Yeah. So he runs down there. Meanwhile, Johnny and Bodie take care of business. They're walking back
2: up to the street. They're getting ready to walk to Johnny's car, but Bodie's gonna walk him to his car. And this is where they confront with. uh, Uh, Pappas and they have a nice little exchange here where he's just like I'm just looking for some criminals that might be nearby here and they're like hey bro there's four criminals right down there (laughs) sold me some skunk weed (laughs) I'm sorry I'm coughing no, bro, did into the bit.
1: Perfect perfect cover by Papas. He
2: did it he did amazing. He's a fucking veteran of the goddamn pro the F guy though.
1: So Bodie's like, let me explain these guys to you. We surf Nazis. Yeah. They live for the radical. Much like I do, Griff. They live for the radical. They do not they're in some real illegal shit. <laughs> but, but they don't get the spiritual side of surfing, which is why I don't talk to these people. Uh... So he's like, Oh, and by the way, uh, I'm about throwing a little soiree tonight. Would you like to come by? Soiree. You can just you can just feel the fucking electricity between these guys. Amber, you're
2: a lot closer to surfers. Do you ever go to a surfer party <laughs> if they invite you? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I think I think I would go. They like to set things on fire. You know, there's a lot of fires in their scenes, and I think that'd be True. kind of fun.
1: That one yeah. character is constantly like putting his foot in the fire. What was that about? Like. He was like the crazy. He was the, he was the one crazy. I think his name was Rosie. He was the one crazy one. that Oh was, yeah, Rosie. People. Yeah. What you get? By the way, people. Every group of friends, you need the one guy who could kill somebody. So this, this, this let's let you know that you want that one guy. So Utah's like, maybe, maybe I can show up. I don't know. I got I got stuff to do, but you know, I I could probably swing by. And they're like, all right, it's a date. But first. Our boys, who is it? Is it Pappas in uh, Utah? Follow the Surf Nazis?
2: I thought just Utah surf, uh, followed them, but it might
0: have been. Yeah, most- they're part of like a day shift that keeps an eye on the Surf Nazis. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the Surf Nazis—they're not using their turn indicators. They're not. You know, they're, they're just going crazy on the road, weaving in and out. Right. Which is what everybody does in fucking they, California. Traffic they have a Jeep too.
2: And so they're, yeah. like, standing outside the Jeep. Uh, uh, Murray, you probably noticed what music they were playing. What music were they playing? I don't remember it at all. What were they playing? Oh, shit, man. Were they playing the
1: Red Hot Chili Peppers? They
2: were playing Red Hot Chili party Peppers. Party on Your Pussy? That's right. Party yeah. on Your Pussy. That's actually
1: chili pepper. <laughs>
2: no, it is. Which That's...
1: is so funny because there's such boring mom rock now. And it's like, no, these guys were, like, talking about fucking all the time. And Constantly. And now it's this. I one boring song about California after the other. What happened to these guys? Dream California. Please. They got off drugs, Griff. They forgot. They get. They're not in the radical anymore. They got. They got into the spiritual side of surfing. That's what happened to
2: them. They don't even perform naked with socks on their cocks. No, they anymore. don't. Except Flea. Flea still does that. but that's a. <laughs> well,
1: glad somebody's keeping somebody's keeping, <laughs> keeping it the all. sock. Right? But yeah,
0: I'm so annoyed that Johnny Utah violated Scooby Doo villain. Rule number one: that the most helpful person, the person that says, "Hey, watch out for those guys," that's the villain. Right? Yeah. And he's like, you know, oh, Bodhi's telling me to watch out for these surf Nazis. They must be the bad guys. Idiot.
1: Question: He, he is in the cocksmog. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god, he's inhaling it. If
2: Papas were the one in Johnny's role here, do you think he smells a, you know, like a, a you know, projection here? Oh, because Papa's is our like multi-year veteran, like two-decade veteran of the FBI. Do you think yeah. if he were undercover, he's a little as a surfer, older and wiser. He yeah. yeah. Do you think if Bodhi tried to tell him, "Yeah, those guys are bad news into illegal stuff," he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I see what you're doing here." Or would he just be like, "These fucking cool kids think I'm cool? Go full." It's, it's true.
0: Yeah, a, a, a huge uh, character arc if. Johnny Utah even has character that my friend Carrie pointed out is that he hasn't really been tested in the field. She kept using the phrase like he obviously has never uh, shot a live round and she used it very clinical. She sounded like Jack Baudelaire. It was actually kind of terrifying because again, her dad was a cop, but she he's clearly never killed anybody. He's hes very inexperienced. Very and green. a lot of this, yeah, and so a lot of this movie is if there is a character arc on Johnny Utah of him you know, coming into his own and finding out who he is, like when he's carrying the surfboard into work, which is hilarious, and, yeah, getting ready for the the test, the ultimate test as a field agent.
1: He's young, he's dumb, Mm -hmm. and he is full of cum. Goddamn right he is. Yeah, right. He's got a massive case of... Fucking blue balls. That's all I'm saying.
2: And we're cutting to... We're learning about all the rap well, sheets. They,
1: yeah, they follow them. They they get, this the, now they know where the surf Nazis live. they yep. Their
2: crash pad. We go to sexy intel lady. Yeah. She got the whole rap sheet on them. She doesn't pull up the fucking printouts of their fucking uh, turn-ons and turn-offs. We just look at the rap sheet. And it turns I'd out... I'd
1: love to know what Warchild's turn-ons are. I want to know that, too. Right. This world... I like, by the way, uh, what kind of surf Nazis are there? Because I'm sorry. War child's not white. All right. So they're like, is, is, is the Nazis even got Has is, is this fucking diversification even gotten to the Nazis <laughs> now, bro? I'm sick of this woke shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I got to take the show down a minute. All right. the, re-
0: the remake that, that Tim will greenlight will be called uh, Surf Proud Boys Must Die. There Surf we go. Nazis
1: must live is there what I'm calling <laughs> well, yeah. Surf Proud But I'm proud glad. They, yeah, they're, they're like, hey, you know, normally our whole philosophy is against you, but you're a big guy. Come join us. Right? So, yeah. You're
2: big enough, strong enough. It's like prison, man. Yeah. You just get in there and you throw your dick around and you're the big guy now.
1: So yeah, they they go on the rap sheet and it's just like this these guys have to be the ex presidents.
2: They dealt a little cocaine. They have to be the ex-presidents. There's nowhere where it's like they have a lot of money. If you're selling cocaine, you're probably not Robin Banks too. But yeah, they're like, These are clearly our guys. They have a bad guy's rap. We're these get are them. the
1: guys, bro. Cause remember, he's 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 not seasoned.
2: Right. So we cut over to uh, the Surf steak Nazi's out. house. They're doing a stakeout. They're doing a stakeout. They're just hanging out there, and they're tagging in our two goof cops, FBI agents, that we've been seeing. They've been mocking Papas the whole movie and everything. They're getting tagged in for the night shift, and Pappas is so fucking happy to gloat over them. Hands them off a cold pizza. Disco- cold Domino's pizza. Cold Domino's. Straight oh. out of? Detroit. And uh, no, actually, I think it started in Ypsilanti, Michigan, it Did, it did. which is the little brother to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yes. Abra, just so That's you know. It's where the poor people in that area live. Uh, <laughs> Ypsilanti is a very cool place.
1: And...
0: But yeah, Matt nicknamed these two FBI agents Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and wanted them to die so bad.
2: Oh, they suck so bad. I would
1: have <laughs> loved it. So you just got game. a pop from Matt Sosie so badly. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Shakespeare reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boing. <laughs> So, all right. Yeah. So they, they. So he's like, I got a place to be, bro. He's like looking in the rearview, get making sure his hair looks perfect for Bodie and shit. Maybe he's. I, th- I think he had some like shells, like braided into his hair. I don't know. I might have. That might have. Sh- he did try to
2: doll himself up. You're right. He put okay. on a yeah. little bit of eyeliner to make his <laughs> eyes pop. Yeah, just yeah. a kiss of perfume right around the neck.
1: Yeah. No, he just yeah, he just sprayed in the air and walked in. So <laughs> yes, right. yes. And he's like, I'm ready, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we go to Bodie's, rocking party.
2: Of course, this is Arbor's favorite party she's ever been to. <laughs> right. Could you tell us a little bit about this party?
0: Uh, it. I'm assuming these are just Anthony Cutis's like entourage hanging around in a gorgeous. Um, what is that like a little arts and crafts or something? These little beach houses, and they've got what fire breathing. And it's tension-whoring and terrible dancing. Very white, this oh my party. God. And just some terrible music.
1: Was, like, was this when they were playing Jimi Hendrix, weren't they? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix is good. But. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix
2: is, like, the only song where it's, like, they actually paid for it. Everything else sounds like it's just off-key of another song, you know?
0: Yeah, it just—it looks like Woodstock 99 or that terrible... What was that oh, MTV okay. show that was at the beach?
2: Oh, oh, And it was shit. just like I,
0: a... All the Aryan youth on camera He was just all blondes.
1: Have you ever seen you, well, were... you, you? You point out something, nice. The surf Nazis are the most diverse group of people, yes. And yet, the the good, the quote unquote good guys yes. are all blonde-haired, blue-eyed Nazis. Yeah.
0: Anthony Cutis, like our beloved Matt—I can't remember his name from Samurai Cop—proudly Greek American. He's like, I ain't white, and oh, yeah. yeah, War Child. He's—I don't know what he is other than like godlike. Yeah. <laughs> they're the most diverse group yeah. but anyway yeah this party yeah. is this is just white attention whore Th- these people would love instagram these people would love tiktok oh,
1: these are the kind of people yeah like yeah. you said they're like they're rich so they can they can spend their life finding themselves they can travel and follow a band they they're at coachella Bodie
2: would be like uh, bears grill or the liver king guy he's like the combination of the two
1: <laughs> and that's why they're so enamored with them cuz they're these Vanilla white folk right. who have never seen anything. They,
2: they probably came from you know, money and everything. Right. So they're like, oh, now we're D-class, bro. We're burning everything in the... Like, like Opera said, they're just burning everything they can get this, their hands on. This reminds me. Oh, I boy. know a
1: girl. You remember Imani Toomer, the football player? Yeah, I do. Who played at Michigan. Michigan. She was married to him. This was a sister of one of my... my uh, my sister's friend's sister, okay, was married to this guy, okay? So all she did because she didn't have to work is she was married to a millionaire. So she would, like, go to Thailand to some retreat to find herself. That was like basically her life. this is this is these people,
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Trust um, fund bastards,
2: trust fund bastards. Uh <laughs> Shit, I forget what they call it, but uh, slum venturers or something like Eat that. You pray
1: love type people. Where can, like, it's just like. Because like, we can all do that, right? We can yeah. just say,
2: I'm going to take a year off and just find myself. It's yeah. just like the fun and being like, oh, I walked a mile in their feet. I went to their villages. Yeah, they served everything. me and you know, I uh, learned a lot yeah. about them. Yeah, that's, yeah
1: that's absolutely.
0: The yeah, California is lousy with these rich bitches. Charles Manson would recruit very specific type of women into his circle, including um, our beloved Murder, She Wrote, Jessica Fletcher, whatever the actress's name is. I what? can't remember. Angela Lansbury's daughter.
2: Oh, Angela, wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, when you come up with everything just given to you, I suppose you probably You're would you You're naive. Be yeah, naive. 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 Mm-hmm. Smart. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Was… Did you ever hear, hear of Brother 12? I don't want to make this a thing, but was that a West Coast thing?
0: Ooh, what's that?
2: Okay, I just learned about that one. I think it was another West Coast thing. Uh, I would say look into it, because I don't know enough details to weigh this episode Oh, this looks nasty. Bit.
0: Yeah, I will. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, these are, the, yeah, these are just the kind of people who take Jim Morrison seriously. That's what we're dealing with.
0: Yes, exactly. Johnny Utah is, like you guys said, he's he's in the cocksmog, and he thinks he's made a, a new friend or someone who's going to help him kick out the surf Nazis. He doesn't realize he's being recruited into a cult with, you know, an actual cult, a, a death cult.
2: 100%. Yeah. And, yeah. like... We're getting into the whole dynamics of the relationships and everything in a little bit here. It's going to be amazing fucking cool. The, the back half of this episode is probably the best back half we've ever gone well, through. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, it makes sense because Johnny's kind of lost his identity. He yep. was the man at one time. Exactly. And then knee injury, he's nothing. Right. He so, should yeah. be
2: a quarterback, you know, leading a football team right now. He should. Who was big in the early 90s? He should be Troy Aikman. Yes.
1: What yes. So they so the the, the, the cool people of the, the group, which is the Bodie and the Brodies, go out to the beach and they set up a big bonfire. And this is where they start having a wave measuring contest. Oh, yeah. They're basically like, I rode a, a 20-foot wave one time. It's better than sex, bro. <laughs> oh. And you hear all that shit that you hear every like 20-year-old guy say, I'm not going to live to be 30, bro, and all this poor shit. Uh, yeah, live fast, die young. Leave a beautiful corpse. Leave a beautiful corpse. All
2: that bullshit. All that tech. nauseating
1: shit. And thankfully, Tyler is our surrogate that's yeah. like, I'm out of here. I can't take this shit anymore. You see,
2: you guys talked about this while uh, I was taking a whiz. Tyler, <laughs> um, you remember our first scene where we met Tyler where she was upset about a young surfer trying to learn the craft? And she's like, get off my beach, bro. She is a gatekeeper, yeah. and suddenly she's like, "Oh, I hate these people gatekeeping surfing and making it all about." I, I, I don't like Tyler in this moment at all. I don't know if I like any of the characters in this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, she
0: she is tricky because she's kind of a <laughs> maverick. She's, <laughs> yeah, she obviously truly loves surfing, and she must have been a puzzle to write. I wonder if they did the old technique, like the lead in Alien, they just wrote as a man and then gender swapped it at the last minute. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she was clearly put in by the studio because they're like, whoa, this movie is getting too gay. <laughs> Throw a woman in there.
2: Yeah. And we they, haven't had a, a movie like this since Commando. It's a little too gay. Right.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And then we this is where we hear the ancient folklore of the 50 year storm. Once every 50 years, <laughs> a giant wave comes down from the Arctic and the, the jet stream, El Nino, all this shit comes together to form the most perfect wave. And bodie has been chasing that his entire life. The most tubular tube. And everyone's like, I heard it was just like a, 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 a sh- shamanistic tale. Like, no, it's real, bro. And I'm going to ride that wave. So, Foreshadow.
2: Yeah, a <laughs> little foreshadow. Tyler's going to head inside where, I mean, come on, Aubrey, you can describe all the fucking great artwork uh, Bodhi has in his house here. Yeah,
0: Bodhi's got this am- amazing little party house just covered in candles. They they really seem to want to set everything on fire, and the walls are covered in their, their surfboards, of course, conveniently a-, a spare one for Johnny Utah in a minute, and just, like, the tackiest photos that I assume were just from the shoot.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: Like yeah, it's just of this Pictures movie. of them being extreme with three X's. Yeah. They're yeah. you know oh, yeah. skydiving. Yeah. yeah, it's just you
0: know, a guy trying too hard. It's 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 like the guy who holds up the fish on okay cupid. You ever seen no. this? This these pictures of yeah. guys like they pose with a fish or on top of a mountain, like look, look how hard I go. Ooh.
2: That's the that's the Tinder joke now. Cause Tinder's like the okay cupid now. Oh, okay. so, but yeah, no, it, you're you're dead on. You got it right. You just got the wrong uh, application.
1: Okay. Um, so no, that's still the thing. So yeah, so Tyler looks into Johnny's vacant eyes, and she's just like, "I'm worried about you, Johnny. You have that kamikaze look. Like, Ooh, because because Bodie eats that kind of shit up. He loves that." And that's when Brody interrupts because they go
2: deep into each other's eyes. I mean, both their eyes are just vacant, eating ocean. Eyes like a yeah, motherfucker. They're just going years and fucking years into each other's eyes, and Bodie comes in, breaks it up. This is where Brody escaped. I see it in the notes. There, Brody. Utah has his own demons.
1: So... Yeah, and, it's,
0: and this actually shows that Tyler is a great character because – I mean for this terrible movie is yeah. because she obviously did not fall for Bodhi's bullshit, and he must be furious about it. No, oh, yeah. no, get. Ga- Am I that loud? No, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> Matt's pantomime. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's saying it's a low bar. I thought he was telling me to keep it down. Oh. <laughs> Bitch, I'm loud. Um, but yeah, so Tyler never – quite fell for his stuff and you know, like he he had her body but he never had her mind.
2: Right. Yeah. We get we get quite a few more lines about Tyler and Bodie's connection later in the movie too. So you could tell that Bodie really I like that. I never really put my thumb on that one in this movie is that Bodie really is bothered as a narcissist would be right. that he didn't get this girl completely wrapped around him. Right. Like she's like over him. Yeah. You know. Like he comes in, smooches on her, and she's like, "Yeah, whatever." So exactly.
1: So now, I think this is where uh, Brody Bodie is gonna test our man Johnny. He's like, "Hey, stealth mission. What's that? We can go surfing in the middle of the night." That's right. It's dope. <laughs> Badass. So they grab the boards. Even Tyler goes for that. Even though she was getting sick of the macho shit. She's like, hey, tasty waves. I got to ride them. That's right. So we get a nice uh, uh, night surfing scene, which was actually filmed during the day. They just put a filter on it. Oh. Apparently, why. you can see shadows and shit. You can it's see something.
0: the sun glinting off the
2: rain. Yeah. I was so creeped out by these shots, and I'm glad I know why now. Thank you. <laughs>
1: well, hey, I got to gotta give it up to Swayze. He does a lot of his own stunts in this movie, you know, so that's cool. Because I, mean, I think he does some of the skydiving for real later on. That's Damn. definitely
0: him skydiving, yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, so they're they're doing their night surfing. Um, what happens?
2: The, well, this is where, you know, Johnny, you know, Bodie is egging Johnny on. Get in there, bro! You could definitely do. I just learned how to surf like two days ago. Which is you, what a
1: narcissist does. You, you, you find somebody who's not, you, yeah, builds people up. Yeah. So they fall in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so
2: all those encouraging words and everything, Johnny's just getting praised on, praised on. He left his uh, his home life years ago, so he hasn't been praised like this in so long. He just had harp harping on him, so it's like. All this praise is elevating him so fucking far into the stratosphere. Well, you
1: can't believe someone is cool as Bodhi is saying this That is wow. Well. Yes,
0: yes, yes. My friend Carrie said he's looking for his spiritual daddy.
1: Yep. Yes. And <laughs> Bodhi is there. He's like, I'm Does here for you. Does the spiritual
2: daddy have to also, uh, you know, fuck you? Or can it just... Can no, it go he didn't, both ways? Or what?
1: Doesn't have to be sexual. Okay. No.
2: Oh
0: um. If if we're getting into how cults work, yes.
2: It's got to be a little of both.
0: Yeah, Charlie. Man- Charlie Manson. If he couldn't talk a girl into blowing him, at least blowing him the first time he met her, out.
2: Okay. That's how a lot of these cults work, from what I've heard. Is that it's usually led by a man who's like, "Yeah, I got to get I got to get my dick wet in this uh this whole system here."
0: Okay. Yeah, there's a, an incredible doco on the Source family. You should try if you're into weird stuff. And he has like 17 wives at one point in the story.
2: Jesus.
1: <laughs> so the bros head out. It's just Tyler and uh, Johnny out, out in the water. And she's like, you're always so serious all the time, but it looks like you're finally like, mellowing out and having fun. And that bright moonlight, she
2: can tell his face. I don't know. Maybe she blind man grabbed at it and felt it and was like, that's a
1: smile. So he's got all this pent up sexual energy for Brody or Bodie, and he's got to let it out. And <laughs> Tyler, you're there. Yeah. So we get uh, uh, I, I felt kind of gypped. Like, where's the love scene? We didn't get it. They just cut to the next morning. This is what Brokeback Mountain could have been. Swede is like, what the hell? What Sweet the Zen hell? is like, what the hell? We didn't even get any fuckable music, let alone any fucking.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Laura, Laura Petty was more sexual with that creepy kangaroo dude in Tank Girl. So we know it wasn't her.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Keanu... She was more sexual with Madonna in A League of Her Own.
0: <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Roger O'Connell. Yeah, I figure Bigelow's like, I don't want to see that. Nah. <laughs>
1: I haven't seen Yeah, Yes Catherine girl. Bigelow is totally enmeshed in the home eroticism. She's like, that will kill it. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna have guy on guy action. This
2: is this is the original broke back She ro- recognized. This Inspired
1: the, the guy who wrote broke back Yeah. Your no. your serious demeanor is gone. Point break
2: broke back. Oh that's the Okay. All right, so they go back up the shore and they fuck by the fireside. At least that's what we're left to believe, because the camera pans away. I James was getting camera.
1: some uh, massacred Central High vibes off there. Yes, thing. there's a lot of beach fucking in there. There a movie, lot so. of beach fucking.
2: <laughs> and when you fuck on the beach, you got <laughs> a lot of sand. A lot of sand.
1: Yeah, it's not good. Don't just don't. Don't do fuck it. on the beach, people. Next morning, Johnny
2: Utah wakes up, realizes I'm late for my own ra- Okay, so he says, I'm late for work. I'm late for work. You know what his job is this morning? Abra, tell us of these beans. Spill these beans for us. What is his job? See, it's the day?
0: raid on the surf Nazis that he arranged. You had one job, Johnny. <laughs>
1: So, don't... <laughs> okay. <fog. laughs>
0: Do not tell <laughs> yeah. me...
1: Can we throw a foghorn <laughs> in right <laughs> <Yeah. this>? oh, <laughs> now? Really it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. He's, he is... Just, Idiot. He's blind. He just can't see. It's just fog everywhere. <laughs> that <laughs> and, wasn't good enough destruction. And he's got to let it out. So, he just, he just starts kissing on Tyler some more. He's just so giddy. Because he thinks he's finally got an end with Bodie. He doesn't even care about his job anymore. All his life is is about surfing and Bodie.
0: Exactly the the spiritual awakening of Johnny Utah realizing he doesn't. You know he he wasn't going to make it as quarterback. He's he's not an FBI agent. He's this spiritual whatever. Yeah.
2: Oh, and he's not. Hetero. He's a disciple.
0: And yeah, but well, that's the other spiritual awakening, isn't it? But, yeah.
2: So, yeah. So he's late
0: for his own raid. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yes.
2: I just love this too because think we're always hearing about how justice moves so slow. It took them one day, one fucking day to get a raid
1: arranged yeah, on these yeah, people. Yeah, they get a warrant. Yeah, you see if he even mentions that.
2: And you know why? The... You know why Fender was in this group to act as the POC that they could say, "Hey, <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> we got probable cause." <laughs> Is there a non-white guy in this group? <laughs> yeah, That's a good probable cause. <laughs> Judge decides oh, <laughs> immediately. Oh,
0: LA, like in LA in ninety one. LA in nineteen ninety one, that was probably true.
2: <laughs> yes, hundred percent. So So
1: they're like, We got Pops. Where you been, man? Still on he's still jumping he He's still got a meet fucking fuck. the bunch <laughs> of <that> meatball <laughs> sandwiches in front of He's at the corner of the block, by the way,
2: Papas is right. because he's getting wired up for the secret mission. Right.
1: So he's just talking to he's, Johnny he's through a radio. The front. He wants Johnny to hit the back. Because remember there's a there's a possibility that this is all bullshit, so he's gotta maintain his cover right so it's like you just come in if we need you you take you you just watch the back if anyone leaves, you catch' them. you've gotta if you're if
2: you really wanna enjoy this film, the continuity like there's not really a much character development, but there's a tank top aka wife beater continuity here because if you look at Gary busey's wife beater tank top in this movie. Meatball stains always progressing throughout the movie. It's incredible.
1: It's like the meatball patterns, like the sweat patterns. Are- <laughs> yes. do, you think,
2: do you think it was someone's job every day to
0: take a Polaroid photo <laughs> yes. of his meatball stains? And- <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I just think it was straight up Gary Busey going method, and that's why I... I'm ma- I- I'm shipping him as the kids would say throughout
1: this movie. So Papa's he's gonna go to the front door, make up a, a lost dog story to get in. Everyone's gonna surround the house. Johnny in the back. So he's like Scooby, Scooby, where are you? Like great co- yeah. cover. Goes to the house. It's answered by. A young lady, I think she was just wearing a G-string. She was wearing, yep, and like a bikini top. Remember, or it's nineties, so the ass was kind of flat, but it, that's, it's 90s ass. It's very long back. <sighs> She's talking in the bedroom, and he's like having a seizure on his bed. I don't, he's <laughs> supposed to be like rocking out to his headphones. He's drumming with his <laughs> headphones, yeah. He had
0: no idea they were filming him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I bet that's what it was. Uh, my favorite character... Naked, violent woman <laughs> taking a shower.
2: Because we got Johnny's shot of him looking in, yeah. and he sees naked woman, and the camera lingers on
1: her. Right. <laughs> Another studio, like you know, they wrote that in, like, like let's flesh, just let's
2: let know. the fans have it. We're almost right. at the halfway mark. We need to get them excited again. Right.
1: <laughs> and then Gary Busey's like, she's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't I don't know anything about a dog. Well, you know, can I just can, can check it out? And then, so something tips off the like Warchild, right? I
2: don't. Oh, well, somebody comes back and says somebody's at the door, and they start just freaking out immediately and unloading yeah, they their guns. the guns immediately. Like, no, look, like, what's wrong? Yeah,
1: they've got the Kickboxer three duffel bag gun.
2: Yes, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that they suspected it was a government agent or anything. They suspected anybody knocking at their door. And so they take it to the tenth level, and of well, course, they're also,
1: also, they're probably wet. They're high on their own supply. They've probably been smoking snorting coke all day long. Yeah, so that's they're true. Super paranoid. That's true. Mm-hmm. Or P two P. Right. That was very prevalent at this time. <laughs> yes. So Warchild just pulls out the duffel bag of weapons. Right. Tells everybody to get one. Johnny's watching
2: this in his little dentist mirror, by the way. And so he's radioing into the other goofs that we've been seeing throughout this movie. You got to tell him to get out of there. Don't
1: flash his badge. But somebody's mowing their lawn right at the same time. It
2: was a motorized electric mower. From from what I can tell,
1: very odd mower because it was like a 1950s manual push one with a motor on it. Yes, I've never seen that. So that was interesting. That might be something you see in Portland. But you don't I, see I, I've never
0: seen anything like that. It's like apparently the loudest mo on earth because all the idiot FBI do like I can't hear, I can't. Doesn't occur to them just to go talk to the very nice guy and just say, "Hey, could you just not?"
2: Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Very serious life and death situation. No, let's not
1: do that. <laughs> but that's the FBI in a nutshell for you. So Johnny, being the hero he is, like I gotta go in. So he, he just I like. <laughs>
0: That's far too much emotion. That is a a lot lot of emotion.
1: (laughs) That sets uh, uh, a Pappas hears that, so he just barges in, pushes past G-string lady. Uh, one of the goons just grabs G-string lady at the as like a Uh, shield, body shield. And she
2: uh, did she get shot up? She, I swear to fucking god, Ara, you confirm this for me. She gets shot the fuck up here. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the first one, yeah, exactly. The first shot, and I don't know what's going on with the edit on this. It looks like Johnny Utah almost uses her as a human shield, and it looks at first like they both get it, but then later we see her in the hallway, and then she's being used uh, as a human shield or a hostage, I guess, at that situation.
2: Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw her get shot up, and then a minute later, she's back in there being used as a human shield. Maybe there's just a ton of hot ladies (laughs) in this house. And they all wear the same outfit. There's a uniform. Yeah. Because we all know
1: that these cliques walk in uniform. That makes sense. Meanwhile... uh. Hot, money. violent, naked woman still taking that shower. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that shower is also... She is, just had sex with Anthony Kida, so it makes sense that she be...
2: You know. Scrub it, it off, scrub it off. The shower's as loud as the fucking lawnmower. So she's just like, wait, is yeah. something going on? Is someone yeah. making Rice Krispies with yeah. cold milk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, So... Johnny Utah finally like breaks in the back door and he's doing something or other. No one knows what he's doing until he tries to get into the bathroom for cover. Right. Somebody where...
1: shoots Kiedis in the foot too. Kiedis Somebody. shoots himself in the oh, foot. Oh, he shoots himself in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, that, was, he would. Perfect that
2: was so
0: satisfying.
1: That <laughs> would a accurate. gift of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can make you a gif of that. And this <laughs> is where Johnny bumps into the biggest heel of this fucking movie. <laughs> Violent naked woman who just thrashes the fuck ass. Some guys had to pay a lot of money to get this treatment, but Johnny gets it for free, and she's dishing it out. She just fucks Johnny up.
2: <laughs> so now we're finally getting down to the meat of the matter. Warchild, of course, who's their who who they are after because he's the main, you know, hench here. Pinch, main macho man here. <laughs> uh, runs he looks out like super macho man from the punch out game. Yes, he does. Yeah. Runs out the door. Utah's chasing after him. Tackles him right by that fucking motorized manual lawnmower. I'm glad you said tackle. He's going his instincts are kicking in. That's right. Uh, and so they're tussling on the ground as He's got a
1: Rambo knife, Warchild.
2: Yes. And so he's bringing it down on Johnny. Johnny managed to knock it away, but no, then, Johnny
1: puts it into the lawnmower. Well, oh, so it flicks out! Flicks out!
2: And so now they're tussling for who's on top. Guys, I
1: want to point out this is why we have that lever on an lawnmowers now. Yeah, the handle. Back in the day, they did they would kill run. the blades. It's is because what he's of this movie. Yeah. yeah, and so
2: the blades are just running. The person's abandoned his lawnmower, and now they're shoving each other's faces into it and. Utah's just about to get it when Papas comes around the corner and shoots the motor dead. Right. And the blades instantly stop. Yes. And then... It has
0: wheels. Just push it away. Well,
2: Anything. That's logical. We Anything. That right I, the tension in this is non-existent. We're all still <laughs> coming back. Yeah. Oh, we're all still coming back down from hot naked or uh, what, what's her name? Violent naked Violent woman. Naked woman. <laughs> so it's like this action means nothing to us <laughs> at this point, point. <laughs> and
1: we're gonna learn these aren't our guys. No, and we learn from Detroit's own Tom Sizemore in uncredited scene because he was a nobody at this time. And he's a DEA agent. he's like, "What the fuck? I've been working these idiots for six months. I fucking frosted my hair. You think I want hair like this? You fucking idiots!" And it's like, oh, they were supposed to be bank robbery this day. Well, they were in fucking Santa Cruz doing some shit. What? <laughs> but I was sure it was them. Bodhi wouldn't push me into it, you know, the the wrong thinking. No, he's just confused.
2: (laughs) Any other uh, things we might have missed before we head down to the real beach realization here, Abra?
0: Um. No, I
2: got it. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. We're going down to the beach. And he's just trying to figure it out. He's like, what, what the fuck happened? We had it. These guys are fucking surfer Nazis. Everything added up.
1: And then he sees somebody's ass glistening in the sun. And we've seen that ass before. And we've seen those tan lines before. Yes, people. The whole mystery hinges on a guy's ass. And somebody says, you're as white as a ghost, bro.
2: And then he flashes back to Papa's telling him, "Forget about it, kid. They're ghosts." God, it's so awful. That was literally (laughs) the connection he made. That's how they did it. Yes. And so then Tyler, to carry the bit along further, goes, "You look like you've seen a ghost." I hate this movie so much. I wish I was joking. I wish at this
0: point Johnny Utah's mind was just that clip from Futurama where he's going, ass, 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 ass.
2: Yes. Yes, please.
1: (laughs) So like Johnny's like, "Uh, I I get that read. I got to go. So he just takes off. So he can follow Bodie and his crew. And before we cut to what he's learned...
2: We're cutting this episode, everybody. We've had you for so long. We've taken out such a wonderful journey. Everybody, take a pee break.
1: A, a twenty-four. I mean, I don't know. We're gonna give you a few days to, yeah. to absorb this. Would what,
2: what, it be like a
1: seventy-two hour pee break? Yeah.
2: And so. then we'll be back with you. Do we keep it warm during this <laughs> pee break, Murray? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Keep it uh, <laughs> lukewarm.
2: Keep it lukewarm, everybody.
1: And Tune in in the next couple of days when we finish the second part of this Point Break episode. <laughs>